This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, May 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The death toll in the shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, rose to 22 with at least 19 t- children, one teacher, and a second school employee killed, according to the Texas Department of Public Safety. The 18-year-old suspect, a student at Uvalde High School, is also dead, Governor Greg Abbott said. Abbott said the suspect shot and killed horrifically and incomprehensibly more than a dozen students and a teacher. The incident began when the suspect, identified by Abbott and law enforcement sources as Salvatore Ramos, shot his grandmother. She is in critical condition but still alive. Texas public public safety officials said Ramos then left his home in a truck, which he crashed in a ditch outside of Robb Elementary School. He got out with an AR-15-style rifle and numerous magazines while wearing body armor. As he approached the school, a Uvalde ISD school resource officer engaged the suspect, but Ramos shot him, law enforcement sources said. The shooting took place as soon as the suspect entered the school. Inside the school, the suspect traded fire with the Uvalde ISD officers and Border Patrol Tactical Unit agents, uh, sources told ABC News. Law enforcement uh, told ABC News that they are now tracing the AR-15 style rifle the shooter used and also recovered the body armor and numerous magazines of ammunition. ABC News confirmed that fourth grade teacher Eva Morales was among those killed. Morales worked for the district for 17 years. Family also identified one of the children killed as 10-year-old Xavier Lopez. He was in fourth grade. His cousin told ABC News his mother had attended his award ceremony just hours before the shooting, not knowing it would be the last time she saw her son. This is terrible. I, I, you know, you, any time there, there's a mass shooting, it's obviously, uh, you know, it boggles the mind. But when you go into the world of grade school students, it's mm-hmm. just, it's almost unfathomable. You almost can't really consider it. I mean, how, and, and the, yeah, you're exactly uh, right. It's just, I, I mean... I was just yesterday, like, it was a series of what? What? Yeah. What? You know, I mean, it was just horrible. I saw it come over, and I didn't even want to open it. Like, I know. I'm like, I know. Here we go again. Yeah, I know. Uh, we have a clip of Biden addressing the parents. Okay. Our prayer tonight is those parents lying in bed and trying to figure out, will I be able to sleep again? What do I say to my other children? What happens tomorrow? May God bless the loss of innocent life on this sad day. And may the Lord be near the brokenhearted and save those crushed in spirit because they're going to need a lot of help and a lot of our prayers. God love you. Stuff. Abbott said when parents drop their kids off at school, they have every expectation to know that they're going to be able to pick their children up from school when the day ends. Two responding police officers were among those injured. They are expected to survive. The shooter's social media is being combed by investigators, and he reportedly sent videos and photos of guns to other users on multiple platforms. The shooting occurred shortly after 1130 in the morning. Uh, The school has students in second, third, and fourth grades. Needless to say, school has been canceled for the remainder of the year. The children were just days away from their summer break. anguished and angry President Joe Biden called for new restrictions on firearms Tuesday night after uh, the gun, a gunman massacred the 19 children at the Texas Elementary School. We have to act, Biden told the nation, after years of failure to pass new laws. I'd hoped when I become president, I wouldn't have to do this again. Uh, Biden began during a news conference Tuesday. Another massacre, Uvalde, Texas, an elementary school. Beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders and how many scores of little children who witnessed what happened see their friends die uh, as if they were 
in a battlefield, for God's sake. They'll live with this for the rest of their lives, he said. When in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby, Biden said at the White House shortly after returning from a five-day trip to Asia uh, that was bookended by tragedy. With First Lady Jill Biden standing by his side in the Roosevelt Room, the president said, it's time we turn this pain into action. Just two days before Biden left on his trip, he met with victims' families after a hate-motivated shooter killed 10 black people at a grocery store in Buffalo, New York. The back-to-back tragedies served as a sobering reminder of the frequency and brutality of an American epidemic of mass gun violence. These kinds of mass shootings rarely happen anywhere else in the world, Biden said. Why? It's unclear if the the latest tragedy will change the political dynamic around guns after so many others, including the 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut that killed 26, including 20 children, failed to do so. Biden directed that American flags be flown at half-staff through sunset Saturday in honor of the victims in Texas. The maker of Jif issued a recall for certain varieties of its peanut butter in connection with the salmonella outbreak that sickened 14 people in a dozen states. The Food and Drug Administration listed 49 products in the announcement with all but one corresponding to different sizes and packaging of creamy or crunchy peanut butter produced at a factory in Lexington, Kentucky between October 2021 and May of 2022. The recall also included the company's 40-ounce jars of Jif branded honey. The salmonella infect- uh, infections were reported in 12 states in including New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware were not uh, included in that list. Two of the 14 cases involved hospitalization. The J.M. Schmucker Company said it is cooperating with federal investigators to determine the appropriate next steps and will reimburse any customer who purchased recalled products. You can determine whether your peanut butter is covered under the recall by checking the product codes listed on the company's announcement at FDA.com. Wait a second. Schmucker's owns Jeff? I was just thinking the same thing. I never never knew that. Peanut butter and jelly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it said Schmucker. It's Schmucker, right? Well, yeah. It's stupid Schmuck. (laughs) I like the name of the company. Dumbass Schmuck is the name of the parent company. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I didn't know that either. You can't trust anybody these days. I met a guy whose last name was Smuckers. Yeah. Uh, He was an Amish man. It was actually at someone's wedding. No connections? He was... was, uh, No, but... The Smuckers now, even though he was Amish, uh, this guy he um, he had a, uh, a tack business, you know, like yeah. uh, for horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he would build uh, these you know reins and all the things that come right. along uh, for for that uh, stuff. And so he had a website. Believe it or not, an Amish man had a website that was his business was run through, and it was Smuckers dot com. Wow! Oh my! And God. they paid him a. <gasps> Serious amount of money to no purchase way. his website. Wow. Yes, it was very, oh. very interesting. Oh my gosh! Oh Jesus! Very lucky. Uh-huh. Oh, well, for more information on the recall, you can go to fda.gov. With a name like Smuckers, it has to be good. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. Wow. That was really Marissa. quick. Yeah. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost to the Braves last night in Atlanta. William Contreras singled home Ronald Acuna Jr. in the bottom of the ninth inning to give the Braves a 6-5 win. Bryce Harper put the Phillies ahead 5-4 in the top of the ninth with a two-run home run. Harper finished with four RBI, but the Phillies weren't able to hold on for the win. The series continues tonight. Rangers Suarez will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 7-20. In the NBA playoffs, the Mavericks avoided a sweep and are still alive in the Western Conference Finals. Luka Doncic had 30 points and 14 rebounds 
touchdowns, and the Mavericks beat Golden State 119-109 to 109 in Game 4. Game 5 is back in California tomorrow night. The Eastern Conference Finals continue tonight in Miami with the Boston Celtics, and the Heat tied at two games apiece, tip-off, but that game is at 8.30. In the NHL playoffs, the New York Rangers beat the Carolina Hurricanes 4-1 last night in Manhattan. That series is now tied at two games apiece, and Game 5 is in Raleigh tomorrow night. And in the Western Conference, the Oilers won again, beating the Flames 5-3 last night in Edmonton. The Oilers now lead the series three games to one and can close things out tomorrow night in Calgary. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I had a nice sip of uh, 5W30 here. Whoever <laughs> made the office coffee this morning decided to pour half a bag in there, I think. You know, I grabbed it from the right pot, yep. uh, the right burner, which I never do. Yes. Uh, but the left one was almost uh, <clears throat> out. You so. know who may uh, may have made that coffee originally is Smuckers, believe it or not. Smuckers is the owner of Duncan Pre-Made Coffee. What? Shut up. Yeah, they own. They really? Do, they do the oh K-Cups. I'm, I'm, is there anything they don't do? <laughs> Steve, I've done a deep dive in Smuckers over <laughs> yeah, the last uh, yeah. few minutes. And they I know own, you've been working on the documentary. I think they, I started, have, yeah. I think they started the Illuminati if you go <laughs> they, back far enough. So. But uh, they, they own and produce a lot of food. They don't own the, the company, Duncan, uh, but they help to produce um, a lot of the coffee, the pre-made coffee that Duncan produces. Well, speaking of Duncan. Duncan, today is Duncan Iced Coffee Day. Yeah. While you're at the store, they'll That's make right. it properly for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and $1 from every iced coffee sold at participating Duncan locations will be donated to the Duncan Joy in Childhood Foundation to bring joy to kids at local hospitals. We will do some giveaways in conjunction with Duncan being here today. Uh, they're bringing us some goodies, so we'll be able to tell you about that, too. Do you want to hear a little admission here this morning? I'll, I'll be honest about it. On that second burner, which is calibrated to put less water into the craft to make the coffee more potent, when I make it on that side, I put less coffee grounds into it to make it normal. <laughs> How did you know that it makes uh, less? I was told. Really? Yeah, it's purposely yeah, made. So there's to, the second uh, burner makes the coffee more potent. I did not know that. Yeah, they studied it at the Just Saying Institute. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that because yeah. generally I'm the spokesperson for the JSI. That's right. All right, well, anyhow, uh, nonetheless, we'll do some of those giveaways uh, a little bit later on. Listen up for your chance to win. Uh, today's a Wednesday. We'll go live on Fox. Good day today. We have a secret text word in today's yes. prize. Uh, we are going to give away a $50 Visa gift card from Disney's Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. And it stars John Mulaney and uh, Andy Samberg. So, uh, text word secret to 39333. And we might win that $50 Visa gift card. We'll send a, a word to you. We'll ask you to call in with that later on. Designated caller will win. And we'll also grab a random texter on top of that. I started watching it the other night. Yeah? It's really cute. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. The problem was my son came up and saw that I was watching. He was like, dude, I want to watch this with you. Go so I was like, All right, well, no. So I paused it, and then I ended up falling asleep. I want to yeah. watch it again. Yeah. There are so many Easter eggs. It's really funny. It's, it's for kids. It's for adults. It's very entertaining. Nice. So we'll do those uh, giveaways throughout the course of the show. We also have a guest on the program today, Mr. Ryan Long. He's the current Jeopardy champion. He's from our area. Yes, he is. And apparently, he listens to the show, listens to the station. We're supposed to go to the MMRBQ and all this stuff. So. It's not the kind of behavior you would expect from someone smart. Uh, Jeopardy <laughs> yeah. champion? Right, uh, yeah. No. Listening uh, to us? So, Ryan will be uh, joining us around 9 o'clock, and we'll see how things are going, because he's the current champion. He can only say so much, because they right. film a few of those in advance. So, uh, But we'll see what he can talk about. And besides all of that... 
We need to name a coolest teacher. We're happy to do that. Uh, yesterday, we had pulled randomly uh, the school, uh, the Jenkintown. It was middle high school. Right. Uh, so it's a combined middle and high school. And uh, we asked the students vote. Guess what? They did, and they have named a winner. And we are going to announce that name right now. Congratulations are in order for Mr. Paul Hamilton. Yeah. Social studies teacher. Our second one, I believe. At the uh, middle slash high school in Jenkintown. Yes, I don't really know anything about Mr. Hamilton, but we are excited to find out a little bit about him. So, uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. There was a little bit of information underneath that paper. Uh, He teaches, wow, not just social studies, but uh, he's uh, U.S. history, international relations, uh, honors uh, government and economics, and senior government and economics. So uh, he's got his hands full, and uh, now he's going to have another handful because we are going to give him... The coolest teacher of the year, President Steve Coffee Mug, as a token of appreciation from the students at Jankentown Middle High School. So congrats, Mr. Hamilton. Please let him know that he won. And you never know, we might get to meet him at some point this morning. With all that going on, we need to take a break. Now we need to pick another school. school. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're right. We can't leave you hanging like that. Kathy Romano's chance to choose. Uh, No, Steve would be picking. I picked uh, Jankentown Middle High School. Steve's turn. Well, <laughs> Come on, let's guys. Pick it together. I think yeah, I did yeah. put it here and go, Steve, this is for yesterday. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I mean, thought it was next to you because it was for you. All right. All right I'm going to kind of pick, pick the one that you picked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we work as a team over here. It's Agnes Erwin Upper School in Bryn Mawr. Oh. Agnes Erwin Upper School. Agnes Irwin, yeah. Upper School. All right, and that's in Bryn Mawr. Bryn Mawr. All right. <laughs> Agnes Irwin. Some of my friends' kids go there. Oh, oh really? All girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Guys and girls, ladies, peoples, uh, you have to vote now, and we give you 24 hours to do that. So uh, it's very, very simple. Uh, you just text the word teacher to 39333, and the voting link will be sent to you. And you fill out that name. Tell us who you think the coolest teacher of the past year, whatever your definition of cool is. Uh, and send it in, and uh, we'll see who wins. And we give them a great memento to hang on to for the rest of their lives. And this is in honor of all teachers doing what they do, that magic that they do. So, all right, uh, good luck to you guys. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy notes. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. It's not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question. This morning, prize we are giving away is a pair of tickets. Same day, ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers. And you can enjoy limited rides on the three piers in Wildwood, Surfside, Mariners, and Adventure Amusement Piers. And both of the big water parks, Ocean Oasis and Beach Club and Raging Water. So the question that we have for you is... What was the first film to be rated PG-13? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Remember when that was created? I do remember that. And we need to know if you recall what film 
was the first to be rated PG-13. Hmm. I thought it was something else. I, I've heard <clears throat> controversy. Well, I shouldn't You've say heard well, conflicting reports? I have, and it's... Uh, I, I want to hear what your answer is, and by the way, we, your we, answer is the correct answer. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, but I've heard it's like what was given that, and then what was in theaters first. So, mm. ah. but anyway, whatever your answer is, the right, answer. whatever answer I have yeah. is the right answer. Two one five two six three, WMMR MMR call. Now we're going to go through some birthdays while we await that call from you. Wednesday, May fifteenth, and Haish has her birthday today. The Haysher. Yep, she mm. turns fifty three years old. Today. Former Ellen DeGeneres squeeze. Yeah. Yep, they were a couple for a bit. That's there. right. Um, and I, I don't recall her being anything in the past, uh, couple of years, but I may be wrong. Yeah, she was, uh, that, that really sexy movie with Ashton Kutcher where I contend they actually did it on camera. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know I how never, you could fake that. I never did see that scene, but you said it was, yeah. it seemed quite like the real deal. Do you remember that? I just did that Harrison Ford movie, that wrote that rom-com where they get trapped on the island. Yeah. Wasn't too successful, but frantic, a, frantic, frantic. Yeah. The no. reason I remember the name of that. No, six days, seven nights. Oh, what was Fran- frantic? frantic, frantic is, nights. Uh, he's, he's getting tantric. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I remember is one week from bare naked ladies. Yeah. Like that Harrison is a Harrison Ford, Ford getting movie. frantic. Yeah. Like Stingham tantric. Right. Getting tantric. Like Automatic. Satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> But that's uh, a different movie than Six Days, Seven Nights. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't really Tantric. <laughs> Frantic. <laughs> I'm tired of your antics. All right. Uh, All right. It's also <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen's birthday oh. today. Yes. Of course, Gandalf. I made the list. Rest. That's right. I've waited quite a while to end up on your celebrity birthday list. Today and, I feel glory. And actually, sir, you will be in the bizarre file later will on. Will I? Yes. Oh. I actually have a story. Was I a Florida guy? Uh, no, you were <laughs> not a Florida man. Uh, but it does involve. Was it a Walmart? It, it involves. Uh, Was uh, I making meth in a bathroom at Walmart? <laughs> no, it involves hardwood floors, and I'll, oh, I'll explain. Well, I shave my pubes. It's not that. Oh. I'll explain later on. Uh, but not only Gandalf, but uh, Magneto in the X Men movies, as far as the you know fantasy, sci fi, and superhero stuff goes. I love the way he portrayed also uh, Magneto's um, friendship with um, Charles, Charles yeah. and uh, always held that. Yeah, and and they seem like that in real life. Oh uh, my god! Oh, him they, and Patrick they love Stewart. each other. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Ian McKellen is eighty three today. Uh, Mike Myers, we have some big birthdays today. Mike Myers turns a year older, and... Uh, I enjoyed these movies, and I also despised the people who quoted them incessantly when they were big and popular. You know, it was just like, too much already. Anybody yeah. watching the Pentaveret on uh, Netflix? Not yet. How is it? I, I, I'm not watching it oh. either yet. It's, it's based on those characters that he created and So I Married an Axe Murderer. Uh, and I heard it's really good. I, I heard it's uh, classic Mike Myers. You know what I didn't like about the Austin Powers movies? Uh, the first one, I, I, I fell into that. You know, I, I fell into it, loved yep, it. Yep, yep. Uh, but then the same gags. Yeah. Uh, in all of the movies. Several of yeah. the same gags yeah. in the movies. And I guess they felt, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. But it got a little too repetitive for me. And then the love guru. Which had a lot of the same gags from I the Austin Powers stuff. I didn't even yeah. see it. Yeah, same type of gags? Yeah. Okay. You know, he's very conflicted. He's yeah. like, uh, I saw a documentary about him dealing sort of with a um, a depression and an anxiety that he's battled all his life. Um, I, and I remember, speaking of, you know, outside of uh, the comedy realm, uh, in Inglorious Bastards, that movie, watched it, came and went. 
had no idea that was him in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And until later on, somebody pointed out, you know, that was him. I was like, yeah. what? Heavily made up. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, 59 years old today. Obviously, the voice of Shrek, too. Uh, Cillian Murphy uh, in Batman Begins. He plays uh, Scarecrow. I know you. <laughs> I wasn't in a movie with you. Uh, no, he was. Uh, he was in the, he, no, he was because yeah, that, in the yeah. beginning of that movie. That's true. Yeah, in the third. In the, in third, the third one, yeah. no, he he held court in the third one, if you right, recall. Right. Yeah. But he um, he was actually he had screen tested to play Batman. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. So there's an actual screen test of him as Batman, and then they made him Scarecrow. Okay. Uh, he is. Uh, yeah, he can be an intimidating looking guy. Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, but he's kind of small. Do you uh, know what he's really good in? Um, a Quiet Place too. Wait a minute. <laughs> Trying to remember who he was in a quiet place. He played uh, the guy that was uh, Silly and Murphy. Oh, that's him. Yeah, he, uh, he wore the shirt that said, Kiss me, I'm Silly and Murphy. <laughs> uh, he's 46 today. Yeah. Uh, it's our buddy Jamie Kennedy's birthday today, too. He's got uh, his own podcast. It's getting some traction. Now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamie is a uh, just a naturally funny guy. He really is. He's he he never fails to crack me up. He is Jamie, and yep. that's all that's all you need. Didn't yep. he ask for us to um, pay more attention to him on social media last time we had him on? So maybe we should we all should. wish wish him wish a happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and tag him on Instagram posts and and say wonderful things about Jamie. Happy fifty second to you, Jamie. Hope you have a great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Frank Oz, the great, yes, the great Frank Oz. Not only the voice of Yoda, but also Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Animal, Bert, Cookie Monster, and Grover. I mean, Size matters not. Some of the biggest. Some would argue, right? Yeah. Size matters not. All the girls, I tell that to. Size matters not. Don't worry, size matters not. Uh, but he's he's some of the, the uh, uh, from my childhood, some of my absolute favorite characters. Grover, Animal, those are two of my all-time faves. He also, I mean, he puts his thumbprint on the, the smallest of characters as well. Like uh, when he was the proctor in um, Spies Like Us. Yes, uh, it was excellent. He, and he plays a similar character in the, in the Blues Brothers. Yes, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, at the beginning. Like he's, a bureaucrat. Yeah, but uh, in trading no, places. No, no, he's, uh, when, when he's um, uh, being let out of jail, the very, very beginning, he is the guy going through the inventory. That's and he right. plays that same type of character in, in trading, trading places. places. Yeah. He goes through uh, the inventory of uh, Dan Aykroyd yeah. stuff. La Boheme. It's an opera. <laughs> the Boheme. Uh, he is 78 today. And then the final birthday uh, on this list is Octavia Spencer. Very talented. She is excellent. I am so horny for her. I am. I am. I think she is so cute. Like, she is like, I have a, I have a, you know... We, we've talked about this. We have, you know, there's a th- thing called Casey Hot, right? Yes. And and Octavia Spencer is just so cute. And she, in my uh, uh, in my realm, she's Casey Hot. Did you see really that? Cute. That horror movie? Or uh, there was, it's Ma. Ma. I did Ma. not. Ma. 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 Yeah. 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 And she's really good. And she's really menacing. Did you see Ma? Ma. Yeah. 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 Ma. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, you, you got to stay button. on that yeah button. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> All right, Good, say it again, Ma. Yeah, uh, but not I only need that. you to stop talking. <laughs> I <laughs> I need you to stop talking and listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that movie wasn't that good. It's not great. Okay. It's fun though. It's is fun it? Because she she is a sociopath, mm-hmm. so she keeps inviting these kids over to um, 
parties in her basement, mm-hmm. but it gets, uh, uh, she's, she's as they it say, turns. deliciously horrific. Okay. Uh, but great in uh, The Help, obviously, yeah. in Hidden Figures, uh, Dinner for Schmucks. She's, yeah. She does comedy, Smucks. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, wrong button. <laughs> yeah! She played uh, Kanicki in Greece. She's 52. What case? There was one other birthday that you missed. There's a guy named Ethan Supley that you know who he is, and I wanted to bring him up, Press, because he was the fat guy in, um, uh, I think it was like Varsity Blues. Yeah. And no, no, was, no, 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 no. Uh, it was uh, uh, the Titans. Remember, remember the, the Titans. Titans. That's yes. what it was. And then he also played uh, My Name is Earl's like brother or friend or whatever. And not you only sh- that, he played a skinhead in uh, American History American X. American History, History X. And now he's like kind of jacked. Yes. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to bring up. Did you see you, he was in Dog, the movie Dog? Yeah. Uh, and he, he had the, the big waggy tail? <laughs> he was not. No, he played a person yeah. in the movie. But he is, yeah, I mean, he is. Um, yeah, he's gotten his, his uh, physical uh, shape together. He does time. have the excess skin a little bit. Yeah, but, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll get that taken care of, probably. Wow, he, yeah. he is a totally different person because he was he was very obese. Like he was in American History X, he was huge. Yeah, he could it, it could have been you know uh, tough on his uh, his longevity. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. All right, happy birthday, everybody! Yeah. Celebrating your birthday on May twenty fifth. All right, let's. Let's see if someone has the answer that I have for this question. What was the first film to be rated PG-13? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I will go to RJ to see if we can get the answer. Hi, RJ. Hey, how you doing? Good, RJ. What movie do we speak of, sir? Red Dawn. That's the answer I have. Hang on a second. Others are saying possibly Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That would have been my answer. But uh, I think we discussed this before. Maybe Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom initiated conversation whether there needed to be a second tier mm. to, to PG and PG-13. Good question. Not really sure. But uh, we're going to go with that answer because yeah. it's the one that I Yeah. Have. And RJ, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is going to get a pair of same-day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers to enjoy unlimited rides. On the three piers in Wildwood, Surfside, Mariners, and Adventure Amusement Park, and uh, piers, I should say, and both big water parks, Ocean Oasis and Beach Club and Raging Waters. And Maury's Piers uh, is this week's big friggin' deal. You get one same-day ride and water park ticket for just $70 on sale through Sunday at WMMR.com, and that is only while supplies last. Yeah. I, assume, I assume you guys are going to be hitting that, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Tired of that yet, Kathy? <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. On, uh, on Tuesday, yesterday, Amber Heard's legal team wrapped up their defense in Johnny Depp's defamation trial. Following this, Depp's legal team filed a motion to dismiss Heard's $100 million countersuit. Uh, Depp is suing Heard for $50 million for the op-ed that she wrote about uh, surviving domestic violence for the Washington Post in 2018. Uh, and so, you know, this is going back and forth. So she wants $100 million. He uh He's suing her for $50 million. Uh, I don't even know what's going on. I know yeah. at one point, accidentally, Depp was suing himself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Heard <laughs> filed a $100 million countersuit claiming... I'll see me in court. Uh, Depp sought to discredit her and her allegations as fake and hoax, thereby damaging her reputation and her career. Hmm. Uh, attorney Ben Chu argued that uh, public statements made by Depp's attorney, Adam Waldman, in 2020, which Heard's counter- suit is based on 
Don't show that Depp participated in or authorized the comments. There's no evidence that Mr. Depp even saw the statements by Mr. Waldman until he was sued. Ultimately, the judge is going to, uh, had denied the motion by Depp's legal team to dismiss Hurd's countersuit. They anticipated that was going to happen. By the way, he apparently Johnny had nothing to do with Hurd's reduced role in Aquaman 2, according to a head honcho at Warner Brothers. That was part of their claim. Right, right. So, that he had manipulated and got her, um, it was hurting her career. Yeah, the actress's chemistry with Jason Momoa was apparently a concern to executives, though. Uh, Walter Hamada President of DC Films said via a video uh, deposition that Heard and Momoa's chemistry was, quote, fabricated during the editing process of Aquaman. He said the chemistry wasn't there. He said, I think editorially, uh, they were able to make Momoa and Heard's relationship work in the first movie, but there was a concern that it took a lot of effort to get there. As, as I was reading this stuff, Preston, uh, they weren't indicating that they were contentious, I guess, right? Was it that they just didn't click? Because I thought they yes. did. I thought. I thought yeah. they seemed to have a good chemistry. Well, that's... Do you mean on camera? On camera. Well, they said that's a result of editing. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. 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 Uh, but he yeah. said... He said it took an effort to get there and would be better off recasting. He said... He added that they could find someone who had better, more natural chemistry with Jason Momoa and move forward that way. Ultimately, the studio did not audition other actresses. When asked if he spoke to Momoa about the chemistry concerns, Amata said yes. Adding that yeah. uh, <clears throat> he had said, yeah, yeah, and, and that he had talked with the actor sometime before Aquaman <clears throat> 2 got the green light. Amada didn't elaborate on what was said in that conversation, but a witness for Heard claimed that Momoa and director James Wan were adamant that she was in the film. Heard's lawyers asked Amada about the pair's lack of chemistry. Uh, he said they did not really have a lot of chemistry together. The reality is it's not uncommon on movies for two leads to not have chemistry, and it's sort of movie magic in the editorial. Uh, the ability to sort out, uh, sort of put performances together with the magic of a great score, you can fabricate sort of that chemistry. And he well, said, they did a good job. Worked. Yeah. When asked how you fabricate chemistry, he explained it's editorial. He said you pick the right takes, pick the right moments. The music in the scene makes a big difference. He explained that despite it being difficult to navigate Heard and Momoa's lack of chemistry, the end result actually works. And he testified that Heard's role was not reduced, uh, as the actress had claimed, and that the pitch for Aquaman 2 was built around Momoa and co-star Patrick Wilson. So, you know, um, so we watched Maverick last night, talking yeah. about Maverick, and I really enjoyed it. And it's funny that... Um, because I was thinking there were, there were a couple of moments in the movie that if you were to take them as they were filmed, they would seem like the happiest of times. Right. But the way they edited it and then <clears throat> put music to it, like, completely changed the, the entire context of, of you know, what the scene was. Sure. And so... Well, that you know, happens all the time. No, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. know. I, so I, but I, I can see exactly what they're saying here. It's like, you know, we, we, we took this, what we think was uh, nothing, you know, and we... You know, turned it on its side, gave it yeah. some different music, and that's why they shoot lots and yeah. lots and lots of uh, of scenery uh, <clears throat> because you can eventually chop it up, and make it well, what you want. Yeah, and there's there some who work very like, like Clint Eastwood is like uh, one take, two takes, right. and then yeah. uh, like Kubrick would do fifty takes, you know, so that he could add stuff to Konoinker with. Yep, Konoinker is a director's term, by the way. Yeah. All right. Uh, this was nice to see. Bruce Willard, uh, Willis uh, shooting some hoops. The diehard actor showed off his skills on the court in a video shared on Instagram by his wife, Emma Hemming-Willis, on Monday. Uh, in the clip, Bruce and three other men are shown playing a game of basketball during which the actor, uh, dressed in a long sleeve shirt, khaki pants, sneakers, and a baseball cap, goes for a jump shot, avoiding the hoop's rim with finesse as he makes the basket. Uh, Emma wrote atop the video, I see you, B-dub. 
And I guess that's a nickname. Yeah. Uh, BWA, yeah, Bruce Willis. B-Buds. That's like that. Yeah, yeah. We're practically brothers now. Um, so that was nice to see. I mean, obviously, he was diagnosed with aphasia. He's stepping away from acting. And, you know, it, it, you wonder how someone is doing when you hear a diagnosis like that. I do. I wonder how communi- communicative he is. Yeah. That's what I'm attempting to say myself. You can't really, you can't hear him speaking or anything. Right, like that right. In, in the video, but he seems to be, you know, moving around and hopefully he's happy. So if he keeps engaged and um, yeah. hopefully he can allay the, uh, the effects of this. Yep. Uh, Lucasfilm is aware of the dark side of the Star Wars fandom after John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran received racist fan harassment following their respective roles in the recent Skywalker trilogy. The production company behind the franchise is bracing for some backlash over people of color stars. Moses Ingram, who plays a villainous inquisitor in upcoming Disney Plus series Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, hunting the Jedi trainer Ewan McGregor. Uh, revealed that Lucasfilm was proactive in media training ahead of the series premiering uh, actually this week, day after tomorrow. Uh, they um, Ingram said uh, it was something that Lucasfilm actually got in front of and said, hey, this is the thing that unfortunately likely will happen, uh, but we are here to help you. You can let us know when it happens. Uh, Ingram noted that uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi director Deborah Chow has been putting the proper systems in place so I feel safe as we do the work throughout the production. Of course, there are always pockets of hate, Ingram said, but I have no problem with the block button. Uh, the Queen's Gambit alum uh, stars opposite uh, McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see this. I, yeah. I, this one looks like it might get me. Well, the, the whole concept that you're in those years, before, yes. you know, as he's watching um, uh, Luke Skywalker from afar, yep. and uh, you know, all that stuff looks looks quite good. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely into it. I yep. think the the look has a more cin- cinematic, theatrical look yes. than you know. Listen, I, I really enjoyed the Mandalorian and um, and Boba Fett, but they definitely seem TV showy to me. Mandalorian maybe a little less so. Uh, the Boba Fett uh, had looked a little cheaper, uh, but I mean, it's what they're able to do and pull off, even effects-wise, is pretty amazing. Yep. So Kim Kardashian revealed a stalker has threatened to kill her and Pete Davidson, and she is now asking for protection for her family. Um, She included a copy of over 30 letters sent to her by an obsessed fan. Uh, The man had several direct threats toward the Saturday Night Live alum. In the filing, Kim's lawyer, Sean Hawley, describes the seriousness of the situation and lays out the specific death threats against the comedian. Uh, comedian? Oh, yeah, PJ, against yeah. Pete. I was like, her? She's very funny. Wow. She's hilarious. I didn't even cross her out. Why? Fendi. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> Uh, so she said in a statement, in these letters, he made numerous violent threats against Miss Kardashian. In addition, he made numerous sexual comments regarding Miss Kardashian and her How partners. Inappropriate. Uh, he further threatened that he would take actions that would cause Miss Kardashian and her family to be imprisoned, adding that he threatened Miss Kardashian's family, referencing her children. Well, you know, even despite the money, you look at Kylie Jenner. She had people, she had a guy on her property. Oh, yeah. You always wonder, how the hell with all that money, and you figure private security, does someone breach that house and get inside? But if someone's really committed, they can do it. Uh, the violent threats included threats that Ms. Kardashian was put on his hit list and must die soon oh. and would, quote, get death. Pete, he, he had written, uh, Pete must... Uh, Pete must and will die this weekend and you next weekend. Oh, geez. that'd be pretty terrifying. To I'd see. put Caitlin on patrol. Uh, in the documents, I'll take care of this mother effer. Uh, in the documents, Kim explains the scary incidents in a. Yeah, I'm two clicks in front of the front door. How you guys doing? <laughs> 
We got it. Uh, she said, explains these scary incidents in a declaration about the disturbing situation. She said, I've never met him. I or, trained him with the, with the Mashad. Or communicated with him, and I have no relationship with him. I've never shared my address with him. I do not know uh, how he obtained my home address. Adding, there is absolutely no reason or legitimate purpose for him to be contacting me. So a judge agreed and has uh, put a, ordered a temporary restraining order that's put in place, and they're trying to get a long-term well, one in Yeah, there, the so. problem with people like this is that they don't, you know, they, that doesn't matter a lot to them. Uh, but maybe it will, hopefully. Yeah, uh, but but once you get it in place, right, you can arrest if they the breach person, that, yeah, yeah. then they're going to get in more trouble, and then you have, uh, you know, right. you, you have the law on your side. So uh, he, is, uh, he cannot contact her, and he cannot come in within 100 yards of her or her home. Uh, let's see, how about this? Did you see James Corden and, uh, Tom Cruise? I did, yeah. On the, the Monday night show, the late show, uh, he joined Tom, uh, for some flying in the air in a pair of fighter, uh, aircraft. Uh, it was a once-a-lifetime getaway that Corden wasn't necessarily excited about, uh, but he said, when Tom Cruise calls, you sort of have to say yes. Uh, for his part, uh, he was thrilled to be palling around with Corden again for Cruise, uh, he, they had previously jumped out of an airplane together when promoting 2018's Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, this time around, uh, they jumped in to, uh, to kick it off. Cruise took Corden out for a ride in a 1944 fighter plane. It looked like a P-51. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I believe that's his. Uh, so Corden quickly uh, put up a sign in the window that said, Help me. And then things got serious when a uh, dueling plane popped up to challenge them. Uh, Cruz said we're in a dogfight, and Corden screamed, I don't give an ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he actually flies that in uh, in Maverick, and so he, that, that appears at the end. Just when they thought he, he would survive, Chris informed the two they would be going up again, this time in a jet that was fit for modern aerial warfare, and he, he did a bunch of uh, stunts and stuff like that. So, so we saw, we saw Top Gun cool. Maverick last night, uh, and Preston, yep. it, it's great. Is it, it great? It really is. It takes the first one uh, and actually makes the first one seem better. It's emotional. It hits the right notes. There's a little bit of purposefully uh, included cheese, like 80s-style cheese okay. to get you. you know, And they're, they're doing it with a sort of a tongue-in-cheek thing. But when they get down to the emotion and the brass tacks of what's taking place, it's awesome. I figured they would be smart enough to to do yeah. it justice. Yep. You know, they, they enough time has passed and they could really oh, yeah. hit the right tone. So, uh, you know, I know my opinion on this might not be the most popular one. I don't think that the first movie is a good movie. I think it's fun. I, I just don't think overall yeah. it's a very good movie. I'm with you. And you're right. You're right. That's just my opinion on it uh, and people love it and I think it, it really is a lot of fun. I thought Maverick is a good movie. Like I really enjoyed it. I thought that they hit all the emotional notes really well. And then, like, if you're going just for the plane, uh, you know, the the, the jets and the, the fighting and the that kind of thing, that's in it as well. It's amazing. It's, yeah. it's a, I think it's really really well done. Excellent. My opinion is that Top Gun, the first one, is a good movie, and Maverick is a gooder movie. A gooder movie. Gooder. Well, okay. we had Doctor Mike with us, who's the <laughs> yes. absolute. He was like a absolute kid. Top Gun fan, and he was blown away by the second one. So he is thrilled beyond thrilled. Excellent. And that opens uh, this weekend. This Friday, yeah. Friday. Uh, so on Tuesday, Vin Diesel posted a video to Instagram with the legendary Rita Moreno and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> announcing that Moreno will be playing his grandmother. So he's a member of his family uh, in the new Fast and Furious Hi, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's about family. 
Uh, he said, it has been my dream forever to work with Rita Moreno and the fact that she's here. Playing... What do you say, abuelo? Is that what are they, how do, is that how they refer to a grandma? Mi abuelo. Yeah. I, that sounds like a, <laughs> like a Dora the Explorer right there. Isn't that, uh, isn't that a... Uh... No, it's abuelita. In... No, abuela is grandmother, grandmother. in Spanish. Okay. What's abuelita? That's a dish of chichis. <laughs> Maybe little my, little, my little grandma. <laughs> this was a little hot. Granny. Uh, so what? Granny. Granny. Granny? Okay. All my family. Uh, so anyhow, he said, it's been my dream forever to work with Rita Moreno. And the fact that she's here playing my grandmother makes my soul smile. I'm so blessed. And Moreno said that she was tickled to play the part. So uh, that should be interesting to see her in that franchise. All right. I think we need to get y'all some clips. A young woman moves to the English countryside after losing her husband, only to be disturbed by the people she encounters there in the movie Men. Mm. And here, Roy Kinnear, who plays all of the men in the film... Talks about why horror movies are able to discuss heavier topics. Here we go. I think because the the, the, the horror does offer something beyond the real, um, and there is something oblique about the horror genre in general that can be used. And, and this film does have a sort of a rich imagistic potential for for people to bring their own prejudices, their own preconceptions, and and, and ask questions about themselves. How scared. So we went to the the, the movies uh, last week to see Doctor Strange, and I saw the movie poster for this, and I was right. like, "What is that?" And it's just a picture of his face, right? Mm-hmm. But his like his teeth, he just looks scary, right? Right. Uh, I don't know what it is, menacing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I look yeah. It up. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you a man? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm intrigued by this. So uh, Men is in theaters now. Here's the next clip. HBO's The Staircase is a miniseries covering the events of a 2004 original true crime documentary. And here, showrunner Maggie Cohen discusses what it is like making this new show while also remembering the true events. We had a story that we wanted to tell, and using the Staircase documentary as that vehicle, you know, a study of truth, a study of construction and storytelling of justice, those were the goals. And then so it's kind of like, what do we need to say and tell and show that help move those themes forward while making people understand that this is about a real-life incident? So, reading the description here, uh, it says the staircase tells the story of Michael Peterson, a crime novelist accused of killing his wife's Kathleen, his wife Kathleen, after she's found dead at the bottom of the staircase right. in their home, and the 16-year judicial battle that followed. I think this is the one with uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger, right? It's getting he's getting very good reviews for this. Yeah. Uh, yes, he is in that, and Colin Firth and Tony <laughs> Collette. Uh, so, yep, um, <laughs> a new episode of the Staircase airs tomorrow night. That's on HBO. All right. Our coolest teachers on the oh. Yes, it is time to meet our coolest teacher. We had uh, thrown it out there to uh, Jenkintown uh, Upper Middle School. And they got back to us and said that Mr. Paul Hamilton was the coolest hey! teacher. He is here. Mr. Hamilton, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing good. Congratulations to you. Well, thank you. And let me say congratulations to you guys on that big uh, new contract. Oh, oh thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate it, Paul. Does that mean Does that mean my prize is bigger? <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're not only going to give you the coffee mug, you get a T-shirt, too. Oh, no. we didn't even know that. We didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been with uh, Jenkintown Upper Middle? 
I've been at Jenkintown. This is my 11th year at Jenkintown. Wow, congratulations. Nice. That's awesome. I, I was not aware of the middle-slash-high school togetherness that you guys have there. Yeah, so we are, like, I think we're the third smallest public school in the state of Pennsylvania. So our middle school, high school is combined. I teach... Uh, Every eighth grader, about fifty of them, and then I teach them again when they're seniors. The same kids. So there's, like, there's, really, really I think awesome. there's something really cool about that. There's there's a familiarity and a familial sense. In other words, yes. that begin with F. And, yeah, and that's their brothers, their sisters, their families. It's that's great. great. Yeah, and it's got to be wild for you, Paul, because I, I went to a high school event last night, and there were a couple kids there that I hadn't seen in like two years, and they looked like full grown adults to me. <laughs> <laughs> so going from eighth grade to seniors, you may not even realize who that person is, or a completely different person. And that is true. And I am not the biggest gentleman on the planet, so these kids start to tower over. <laughs> it's quite intimidating. Uh, social studies. How do you make that uh, interesting and translate and sink in uh, with the kids? Well, I'll tell you what. The last four years, I mean, really nothing to talk about involving politics. Or <laughs> it's just been boring. Uh, right. No, I mean, the stuff, it really, it writes itself. Um, the kids are engaged. They're interested. Unfortunately, they're, you know, somewhat scared at some of these events that are happening but right uh, right you, you got to deal with them honestly and openly yeah. no that's the be- that's the best you don't hide and, and you 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 know you be honest and and uh do what you can to keep them comfortable and and teach them and obviously you're keeping them engaged because you're the coolest teacher oh i appreciate it yeah it was uh it was a, it was a nice surprise to wake up to this morning excellent and paul they they uh they announced they made it in the school announcements that we had chosen the uh the school to be part of this they did, yeah. It was it was it was pretty exciting. They made announcements uh, during homeroom. They posted everything on the uh, on our Google Classroom. So it was, uh, it <laughs> Paul, was neat. Well, if you need to inspire your kids, I know you also <laughs> teach uh, international relations, and uh, I majored that in college. So uh, one day, <laughs> your students could be a producer on a radio show if they take international relations seriously. <laughs> I, you know what? You're going to be our. This is career day. You're going to be our. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to offer to go speak to them. Right. Uh, no, no, no. Forget all hear, that crap. I don't want to hear yeah. anything from me. Paul, what do you what do you usually do in the summertime? Well, um, I'm going to do a lot of uh, professional development. Now, I'm, I'm going to play golf. Like oh, that's my man. Every single day. Yeah. Nice. Good. Good for day. you. Well, listen. You you've certainly earned it, and uh, the kids believe that. So uh, we want to give you this uh, this token from them. It is the coolest teacher of the year presidency coffee mug and a coolest teacher of the year T-shirt, Paul. Well, that is awesome. Again, thank you, Preston, Steve, Kathy. Thank you, guys. All right. hey, hey. Take care, man. Have yourself a great summer. That is Paul. Hamilton from Jenkintown uh, Middle High School. And now, Agnes Irwin Upper School in Bryn Mawr. It's up to you. Make sure that you uh, make the vote and let them know. So uh, in the front office, so they'll uh, make some announcements. Make an announcement certainly helps. Get the word out. So yeah. all you have to do is text the word TEACHER to 39333 for the voting link. And if you need details on it, just go to PrestonAndSteve.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us this morning. This Memorial Day weekend, celebrate the officially unofficial start of summer with an area tradition, a block party. No, not on your street, on our airwaves. Once we're done opening the Jersey Shore, we'll be serving up rock blocks of your favorite bands every hour, all weekend. And no matter where you go, take us with you. Listen on your smart speaker or the MMRF. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your summer. Uh, coming up a little later on this morning, we are going to talk talk to uh, Jeopardy champion, current champion, uh, Ryan Long, who's from the area. 
Doing uh, Philly proud? Yep, he's from uh, Mount Airy, so born in Philly and uh, moved to Ben Salem at the age of nine. We know a little bit about him, but we're going to find out more when we talk to him uh, around nine o'clock. Oh, he's from Bucks County. He's so smart. He's so smart. Yeah, so figured. intelligent. So. He's not from Bucks County. He's from Philadelphia. <laughs> but he moved there at nine like where he got his Bucks education. County. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, have this we'll have him debate with yeah. him uh, later on this morning. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I saw this article. I thought it was very interesting, and it was a uh, uh, essentially a forum. People had uh, shared their stories of rules that were put in place because of them. Oh, okay. I like so this. You did something, and whatever you did from there on, there was a rule. This is you can't do that anymore. <laughs> Uh, and I was try- I was picking my brain to. And I know it's had to have happened to me. I know I've done something before. With You've caused a rule to be implemented. I'm sure what, somewhere in school, but I can't remember what. Hmm. But I, 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 I kind of think you probably did. But maybe something will come to me. But uh, but I have some examples, and I would love to hear your stories if you had had a similar incident <laughs> take place. So I'll start with this one, uh, where a person wrote in and said, "My brother and I got into a cattle prod sword fight." At a farm store. We shocked the hell out of each other a few times, and now they have the cattle prods locked up. We were in our 30s when this happened. <gasps> oh, my God. So they made a rule at the store that you could no longer take out the cattle prods. Another one says, uh, I put a croissant in one of those hotel conveyor toasters, and it soon became engulfed in flames and had to be extinguished. The next day at breakfast, there was a sign that said, if you'd like your croissant toasted, please ask a staff member. <laughs> so they put up a rule after that. Uh, here's one definitely that, that had some lasting power to it, I'm sure. This says, as a kindergartner, I once fell asleep in the bus. I was on the bus. And when I woke up, the bus was in the garage. Uh-huh. And it's I, happened. I had to yell to get to someone to get me out. So to this day, every bus driver in my school district needs to walk to the back of the bus and check every seat before they park the bus. This has been um, uh, uh, in the news a few times where they've had oh, yeah. kids and, and uh, the, the bus driver failed to do that. And there was yep. a kid sleeping in the back seat. Yeah, I think that's pretty standard, though. Yeah, yeah. Bus so this, they're supposed to anyway. This probably happened a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they made that rule. Uh, here's another one that says, uh, in my high school history class, there were about 10 of us who were really close friends. And we take every opportunity to make your mom jokes. And a couple of months into class, the teacher made us sign a made us sign a treaty, <laughs> promising to stop making fun of each other's moms. We signed it, and then we started making fun of each other's dads right after. <laughs> right. Uh, I like this one a lot too. It says a friend of mine in a military school found out the regulations never stated what color the bed sheets for a bed made for inspection had to be in. So this uh, man went and bought. Power Ranger sheets and made the perfect regulation bed. And I've never seen so many sergeants lose their cool, uh, but be unable to actually do anything since the regs were perfectly followed. That's great. Needless to say, the next year's regulations were updated <laughs> to state that sheets must be plain white. So they absolutely changed the rule altogether at a military school. Uh, let me go to uh, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, good morning. Rocky. <laughs> well done. Uh, Kenny, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, guys. So um, I used to work at uh, Tower Records, open till midnight. And uh, we were basically allowed to play any tunes we wanted on the on the stereo. Um, and I was a practical joker, and I decided that animal, 
by Wasp was a great idea. <laughs> All right. The entire story. If you know the, the song, it's not a good idea. Um, so the manager was right there, came out screaming, and uh, he said, now here's a short stack of CDs you guys can only listen to. And no, nothing good there. Nothing. So he, he, he took this broad policy and you caused it to be refined down to a selection of sort of neutral music. Yeah, ah. yeah, a lot of... Uh, a lot of steely Dan in there. <laughs> yeah, it's good, but it's it's not Wasp. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thanks, Kenny. Yep. Rule changed because of you. Uh, let me go. To, you guys will know this one. Let me go to Stony. Hi, Stony. Good morning. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. You sound like you hurt yourself yeah, on that one, Stony. What's up, bud? Yo, what's up, man? You guys know me. I'm the sled build. I'm the one that almost killed Pierre. Uh, yes, from uh, the Cardboard Classic. Ah, yes. Yes. And because of that, you guys don't allow us to use fireworks. <laughs> Not allowed to ride on the second floor. Right. Yeah, I also built the, the big wheel. Well, a buddy of mine built it. We're okay. not allowed to roll down a hill anymore. That's right. <laughs> you are the reason Dude, that was for great. a lot of rolls. I had to do a lot of refinements. And if you ask, is it a good idea, just ask Mr. Peanut. Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so Stoney was the cause of rules being changed at the Cardboard Classic. Multiple rules Multiple being changed. Rules. Multiple yeah. rules. Yeah. Nice job, Stoney. Yeah. All right, thanks, bud. I will see you wow, next year. You. Have a good one, guys. I have one that's uh, slightly embarrassing, and Steve, you'll have a field day with it. I uh, had a job when I was pretty poor when I was 21 years old. My job was to drive around Enterprise cars, and uh, I didn't have any money. And, and so um, <laughs> there was a Mercedes dealership uh, where I would uh, drop off cars and pick up cars. And at that Mercedes dealership, uh, they would offer up um, free breakfast for their customers. Um, but I oh, no. was also hungry in the morning, oh. and so I would uh, avail myself <laughs> to, uh, oh, that's to the so... bagels and the coffee that they yeah. had out for uh, their paying customers. And uh, Where did the food go? Well, it, I didn't take all of the food. I just took enough for me. No, not a lot. Shut up. Uh, just a little bit every morning. But uh, they eventually had to put up a sign that said, bagels and coffee for Mercedes customers only. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's, it oh, didn't yeah. say, dear Nick. That was, yeah. uh, that's for me. All right. Well, here's, here's a, a similar story to that. This says, uh, I worked concessions at a ballpark that had an all-you-can-eat promo day where tickets were more expensive than usual, but concessions excluding alcohol around the stadium were free. So I worked that day, and of course it was chaos. And when the line started dying down later in the game, they started sending home uh, some of the hourly employees, myself included. But I didn't go home. After I clocked out, I stayed in the stadium. Got some cheeseburgers, cheesesteaks, and a soda. Then found an empty seat in the crowd for the last few innings. The next year, they had the same promo. New rule for staff. If you get sent home early, you actually have to leave the stadium. So it's similar to uh, to yeah, you, Nick. But I understand his point. <laughs> uh, let me go to Steven. Hi, Steven. Good morning. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. Mm, thank you for the serenade. What's up, man? So uh, when I was a kid, me and uh, my family used to belong to the Warminster Swim Club, and uh, all the township folks used to cut through the swim club to get to their maintenance building quicker. So uh, when I was 14, I was riding my bike through the swim club, and uh, I got nailed by a, by a van. Oh, uh, no. Township supervisor was driving through. And uh, so then after that, what happened? No more cutting through the parking lot. <laughs> no more cutting through the <laughs> well, parking lot. Well, you can lot. understand that, clearly, yes. since you almost died. Yeah, you yeah. took one for the team, uh, for, the, for the walkers <laughs> Damn and the riders. Thank yeah. you, Stephen. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Will. Hey, Will, good morning. Uh, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, what's up, man? 
<laughs> so, so back in the ancient times of the mid 1990s, <laughs> um, teachers had teachers had uh, copy cards for their copiers at school, and they would sometimes send a couple students to go make copies for them. Well, I was one of the responsible ones, and they sent um, myself and one of my friends to go make copies. Well, one of my friends takes the copy card and decides to copy um, a, ma- a magazine from his father's collection and uh. send pictures around the entire school. Uh. And so after that, teachers were never allowed to give copy cards again to their students. <laughs> wow. Of course. They killed because it. Because you were working now in the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It- yeah. Yeah. There you Good go. Time. Yeah, you can understand. Good yeah. Good Thank- times. Good Thanks, times. Will. I love I those last it. second scrambles because I didn't realize there was that we had that that we had not a common like like the uh, Power Ranger bed sheets. Right. We should have specified. Here's another uh, example. It says in middle school, I would use Sharpie permanent markers to quote tattoo myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, other kids thought that it was cool, so I started charging a dollar per drawing. Wherever they wanted. The principal found out, and after I refused to stop, she put a ban on Sharpies for the entire school. Even the Whoa. teachers could not bring them in. And then this person writes, I'm a tattoo artist now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ended up funny. making a career out of it. I will go to Holly. Good morning to you, Holly. Good morning. What's How up, are, Holly? How do you work? Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was in middle school. I think I was like... 12 or 13, and um, I decided I wanted Domino's pizza, so I ordered one, had it delivered to the cafeteria. <laughs> Apparently, they never had a rule about that, but there was one after that. He likes Spicoli. You got pizza delivered to school. Yeah. I did, Domino's, but I had to share it. And um, and so, uh, did, they, did they talk to you about it, or did they just issue a statement that said, no more of this? Well, they did. I, I had a principal that actually I loved. We got along great. And he had to pull, vice principal, excuse me, and he had to pull me aside and talk to me. And he said, this is not like you, Holly. I can't believe you did this, but good one. Yeah, <laughs> well, all right. That was that bad. You ordered a pizza. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But they made a rule yeah. after that. So, all right, thanks. Here's a text that says, according, buy our crappy pizza. Says, according to my husband, a two-beer at a time limit was installed and stated at the uh, Fest House in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, because of him and his buddies uh, building uh, beer cup pyramids on the table, <laughs> dancing every dance with the Fest House dancers, and generally acting like drunken maniacs. Uh, don't know if this is really true, he said, but apparently that that happened. Two beer limit. Here's here's a similar one. Uh, this one says, in college, some friends and I used to go to a Mexican restaurant every Thursday and often on Saturdays for their dollar margaritas. As a group, we would go there a lot. <laughs> and eventually, they put a new rule in. It was now $2 margaritas and no more than four margaritas per person. Oh, so, a lot. Well, so I, I wasn't responsible for it, but there used to be the thing at the Roy Rogers where the, the, the fixings bar, yeah. and people would go and just make sandwiches. So there was one right near my college. And uh, I think this I think this is probably corporate wide, but people would go do that and not really buy anything. Right. And so they had to they put up a sign at that salad bar, you know, for patrons only for paying customers only because it was getting right. Like like Nick, like the Mercedes. (laughs) Yeah. We'll go go to uh, Christine. Hi, Christine. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right, Christine. What rule did they change because of you? Well, you said porn industry, so this goes a little towards that. So when my friend and I were 17 years old, friend of the family was the penalty box official for the Flyers back in the old uh, spectrum. 
And we were waiting for him after the game. We were outside in the corridor outside the locker room. You could get really close to the players at that point. So the door swings open and Brad McCrimmon and Kathy, let's just say they call him the beast for a reason. Um, Brad McCrimmon was standing there totally naked. So, of course, 17, I'm like, oh, my God. So ever since then, they changed the rule was that nobody could get down in that corridor by the locker room unless you were affiliated with the Flyers organization. And or now, a 17-year-old girl. At 17, yeah. and now I'm in human resources, so there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Man. So you're handling stories like that. <laughs> That's funny. And yeah. that was the moment they made the rule. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Christine. Hope you're proud. Uh, we'll go to We'll go to Frank next. Hi there, Frank. Beating your head in with a hammer. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> hammer in the morning. <laughs> All right, what's up, Frank? Uh, I was a bartender, and a, a customer ordered a flaming shot. And I didn't tell the customer, hey, you need to blow fire out because we can't consume that. And um, so he goes... We, as human shot. beings, cannot <laughs> consume, consume fire. fire. No. Okay. Science yes. has taught us that. Yes. yes. <laughs> so um, he goes to drink the shot, gets scared, cause fire, <laughs> drops the shot, it breaks on the bar, and my bar engulfs in flames <sighs> for a moment. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> and then, you know, I had to take, like, a soda gun to spray it off. Oh, that's and, funny. Um, yeah, so no more flaming shots at Texas Roadhouse, guys. <laughs> oh, there you really? go. Nice. There you go. Nice. A flaming mo. I don't know if it was you or the customer, but, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, yep, absolutely. All right, some other examples. Uh, this one says, I got our human resources drop box taken away. Uh, at work because HR threatened to not pay us if we missed a clock in or clock out. I printed out the law stating that what they were threatening was illegal, highlighted it, and put it in the HR box when no one was around. Our HR rep threw an unholy fit and tried to figure out who put the paper in her box. And from then on, everything had to be handed in personally uh-huh. instead yes, of the box. I can see that. And uh, they went on to say, in our defense, the phones didn't always work and the clock-in system was really unreliable. So that's why they had uh, made that complaint. Another one says, I work in... Oh, I already did that one. My uh, younger brother was always late to school and tardy every day. He eventually figured out that if he just skipped first period altogether and showed up to his second period... Uh, he was counted as being at school with no late penalty <laughs> since he was at school, since he was at second period on time. And they had to change that the following year. So the rule would accommodate just going to second period and he would be listed as... As, as present for the as day. As present for the day. But with no tardy for the first time. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. That's, that's gaming the system. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Need to adjust that. Uh, let's go next to him. We're, we're taking calls on a rule that was made because of something you did. And I will go to Kenny next. Hey, Kenny, good morning. Hey, Kathy, it's Jay. I heard your mixtape, and I want to take you back. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wait, wow. do you know Jay, or did I say his name on the air? You said his name on the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Very astute, Kenny. <laughs> What's up, man? What'd you do? Um, so, in middle school... You know, like, uh, like you get changed in the locker rooms for, like, gym class. It's the first time you get it. You're all excited to use deodorant and right. be like a man. <laughs> right. Well, we were What'd in the, you do? We were, we were in the back of the bus, and we decided, some, some kid, I'm not going to say his name, but he brought a lighter, and we were making fireballs <laughs> in our hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shooting flamethrowers. <laughs> and the next year, 
our bus driver would not allow those deodorants in his bus. So I had to use stick. Okay. Well, you had to use a um, stick from there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Our, and it was only our bus driver. It wasn't the whole school. It was just our bus driver. Uh, just an old grouchy fool. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, didn't like fool. you making fireballs on the bus. Come on, dude. Yeah. We're just making ah, fireballs yeah, on a moving all. vehicle that is uh, powered God. by gasoline. That's funny. Wow. All right. I thanks, Kenny. Appreciate it. Uh, here, Here's a follow-up to our call earlier from Christine, who saw the uh, Flyers players naked. She, uh, this text says, I was dating Christine and I was with her when that happened. I saw Brad McCrimmon's junk. <laughs> that's uh, so hilarious. they were a part oh, of the whole great. thing. So, yep, uh, legitimizing. So that, that was a well-known legend with him? Uh, I, I don't know. I yeah, yeah. 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 The beast, now it so. is. Yeah. All right, here's another text that says, uh, I made a fake penis out of clay <laughs> in middle school, and I waved it around on the back of the bus oh, and got caught. They had no more clay in art class because of my wiener. Well, we are in the broadcast industry, and we have tons of fake penises around here. Oh, yeah. Here, so, yeah, we yeah. got loads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go next to uh, Justin. Hey, Justin, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank Hi. you, sir. What's going on, Justin? So, uh, back in high school, one summer, me and a buddy, a uh, hot day, went to a 7-Eleven. Then they have the big 100-ounce mugs. Yes. For soda. Um. Well, the little deal was buy the mug, get a free soda. Well, we decided to fill it full of the slushy instead. So we fill it full of Slurpee, go to the register. She can't charge us because she doesn't have it because it's not listed as an actual drink as for the soda because we weren't supposed to fill it up. So we got the free 100-ounce Slurpee, went back the next day with the same mugs. And they plastered paper all over saying we couldn't fill it up with Slurpee anymore. Oh, there you go. You gained the system for one day, though. One day. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. There was a big thing. Where you, remember the one you could bring in your own receptacle? They do that like once a year. Right. Yeah, where you can bring in your own. Uh, Whatever you, know, you want. But they sold him that one. Yeah. One, but it was just made for sodas. Uh, here's another one that says, when I used to walk home from school, I had to walk next to the road to get to my house. And one day, I decided to see if I could walk with my eyes closed. Oh, my God. Oh, that's. And as I walked. <laughs> I didn't feel the transition from gravel to road, so unknowingly was walking on the road, and I heard a noise and looked behind me. A line of cars had formed, but none of the cars had honked, and I immediately ran off into an orchard, but later learned why nobody honked, because two weeks later, they put up signs that said, Deaf Child Area on both sides of the road. They thought I was deaf, so they didn't honk. Oh, my God. And so they put those. So, wait, that's another thing, though. Do you ever what? try? I, like, I try to get around my house sometimes with my eyes closed. Do you? Yeah, really? like, I've tried it to see if I, if I know how many steps never to, to the door. I've <laughs> done it a few times just to see because, it, I, I mean, I wake up in relative darkness and I try not to turn the lights on to wake anybody else up. And I'm like, I wonder if I can if I could do walk that. from here yeah. to there without bumping into something. Yeah. yeah. I'm usually not that successful. I'm good with the light switches. I know where they are. It okay. seems kind of goofy for you to do that. <laughs> I know. Uh, let me go to next to Carl. Hey, Carl, good morning. Yahoo! Yeah. Yahoo! All right, Carl, so they made a rule because of what? Um, so in high school, we were allowed to leave for lunch and um, get in our vehicles, go uptown, get whatever we wanted. My health teacher was betting that I couldn't make it to Delaware <laughs> because that's where Taco Bell was. To Taco Bell and back before the period ended. <laughs> so I jumped in my Mustang, 
Hold ass across the Delaware Bridge. It's like <laughs> smoking in the band. That's basically Steve. it. Yeah. You're encouraging excessive driving. Uh, excessive well, speed. That's where it comes into play because when I got back into town, <laughs> I was worried about time. So I'm going 75 down Broadway <laughs> and the cops pull into the high school behind me as I'm carrying Taco Bell in. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I was the last yeah. one to be able to leave. Oh, so, so they made a rule you couldn't leave campus anymore. Yes, sir. Oh, you ruined it for everybody. I blame the teacher. So do I. I blame, I blame the, the teacher, teacher, Carl. What's that? I said I blame the teacher on that one. Oh, he was awesome. I can't, uh, I'm not going <laughs> to. All right, all right, all right. I bet you can't get there and back. I wonder when they, because when I was I was in high school, they allowed us to uh, to leave campus at lunch right. as well. If you if you had a car. Right. Um, at some point that stopped. Uh, but we, we took advantage of that every day. It was huge in my high school. Yep. I think, and then there was one part where, uh, of the year where a kid got hurt. And yeah. I think that's where I put the kibosh on it. All right. Well, awesome examples. Thanks for your call. Think about that today. Talk amongst your friends. They made a rule because I did this. <laughs> we got to take a break because we're going live on Fox Good Day Yes, today. that's so right. Let's break and come back with that as well. The Bizarre File coming up too. Stay with us. We'll return shortly. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Want to see something funny? Uh, Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, in just a few seconds, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We'll hear some music magically popping up, and we'll check in with those guys and see what's up. So we'll put a hold on traffic for now, Kathy, and come back to that in a moment. Then, of course, we've got uh, the Bizarre File and more on the way. Here we go. I can certainly remember that off the top of my head. Okay. Oh, look, it's President Steve and the whole crew at MMR. Morning, guys. Hey. And we're glad to see that we're going to be with you guys for a while. Congratulations. There's no way that somebody could sign a contract for 2030. (laughs) Who would go that long? Who would would allow us to go that long? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it blows us away. How long is your guys' deal for uh, these days? Well, normally it's like three or four years at a time. Right. It cost us that much. Eight. Yeah. Well, to be technically correct, we have three years left on our current contract, and then they sign for an additional five. So we're locked in here at years. so for eight years to 2030. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll celebrate your 25th anniversary. That is correct. Yes, in 2030. And then at that time, they're going to do a big thing. I'm going to officially go into the retirement home, and it'll be wonderful. (laughs) So that'll be be 25 years here at MMR, but we have been together longer. We've been doing a show for 20 23 years already, I believe. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a while. We're yeah. a bit of a family. So, drinks on you guys then? <laughs> yeah. Come on no, now. It's, it's a wonderful thing. We don't take it for granted. We we question the um, mental stability of people sure. here who wanted <laughs> that. <laughs> Alex, you're right. welcome to join us at Keenan's Irish Pub uh, Friday morning. We'll be broadcasting live from Wildwood, New Jersey. If you want a drink, we'll, we'll set you up all morning long. I do oh, that in two seconds. Yeah, let's see if our bosses will let us skip the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I we'll think Jen's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which one of you makes more money, and how much is it? <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's Kathy. 
Jerry. You go um, first, she Mike. Asked, she asked for a Mike Jerry contract. <laughs> oh, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> I asked for that, too, but I don't always like that. Put me no. down for the Jerry. Maybe they'll get I'm, you a naked gardener uh, yeah. as one of the perks. <laughs> Alex. I I'm kind of serious. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It, what it really is, honestly, it's it's the uh, to have at least the confidence that you can, uh, you know, uh, you have that job security. <laughs> That's what it's about. You know, you I mean, into the supply of T-shirts. Yes. That no, too. we absolutely we want it, we want to be in uh, station T-shirts and swag mm-hmm. since it's basically our wardrobe. Oh but the reliability of knowing that you can show up every day. And and uh, really uh, do a half-assed job and still be employed. <laughs> That's my career right there. That's there you go. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're supposed to be like. talking about the subject matter of the morning, and that is. You know the phrase opposites attract? Apparently, there's new research out that says that's not true. Steve, have you found that over the years? Have you been attracted to people who are not like you? Uh, all I look for are people who are not like me because I'm uh, a disgusting, reprehensible individual. No, no, I, I have told people, though, when they're dating, to think outside the box and uh, yeah. uh, and and try something you're not normally drawn to, and you might have success, and that does pay off now and then. Yeah, but but if you if you have an opposite uh, personality, I I think that's a recipe for disaster eventually. Yeah, yeah. I mean it can't be dramatic. I mean you you know yeah you, like yeah. Uh, like um well like Alex in your in your dating sphere. Let's let, uh, who do you ever go outside the box and go to somebody you're completely normally would not. Ever entertain a notion of being with? Yeah, repulsed by? I mean, lum- um, if I'm fresh out of a breakup, yeah, sure, anybody. <laughs> wow. Anybody. Uh, yeah. But, uh, no, I think, well, so, you think I have a type, don't you, Mike? Oh, uh, yeah, you have a type. There's no question about it. What's that type? They're, they're not really flamboyant. Okay. They're, they're, they're good, steady, solid individual uh, citizens. Of Somebody you might see on RuPaul's Drag Race, correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, they're normally people that you would take home to mom and dad. Oh, okay. Somebody that you could suppress and keep down. Yeah, right, know, right. Uh, in their place. Who would yes. be honored to be with an yes. Alex Holland. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Few Meanwhile, I'm single, so it didn't really work <laughs> out. So. Yeah, it's not like it's worked for me. So maybe I'll start doing the opposite thing. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. guys. All right, thank, thank you. you guys. Take Love care. You guys. We will see you soon. And by the way, Kathy had said yes. Uh, so Jen Frederick's going to be joining us yeah. on uh, Friday morning. That's awesome. That's kind of a tradition too. Yeah, yeah she has a blast. Jen Fred coming we love out. Seeing so. her. Yep. She says she's going to be doing her first hit uh, around seven forty-five. So she's going to get there between seven and eight. I love. She always. She's like, "Am I allowed to come?" I'm of like, course. "Jen, do you really even need to ask? <laughs> no on. one needs to ask. Yeah. Let alone you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we skipped traffic, so let's dive into that now and see what we got going on. What's up this morning, Kathy? Stop traffic on 95 northbound between 452 Market Street and the Blue Route. However, the the accident that's there has now been cleared. South on 95 uh, also jams from 420 to the Blue Route, a bit of a gaper delay there, and then out of the northeast from Academy through to Bridge. Uh, on the Blue Route southbound, you're still the media bypass to 95. Uh, and on the Schuylkill westbound, you're jammed from Vare Avenue to Montgomery. Uh, eastbound side, slowing uh, from 202 into Belmont. The Vine westbound slows the length, 95, to the Schuylkill Expressway in New Jersey. Uh, route 54 southbound at the Black Horse Pike. There's an overturned truck on the off-ramp, so the off-ramp is closed. 42 north heavy from the Black Horse Pike to 41. A vehicle fire is blocking the left lane, 55 northbound. Jams north of Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by AAA Car Care. Buy three Cooper tires and get one free 
at any AAA car care center May 16th through the 28th. See store for details or visit AAA.com slash my car. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Hi, it's brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on-site. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com. Well, be prepared may be the motto for the Boy Scouts, but a 12-year-old from New York was anything but prepared for the encounter that he had while on a recent camping trip. One that saw his leg end up in the jaws of a black bear. Is that good? The uninvited guest was peeking around a campsite late at night in search of some human food when it stumbled on a group of Boy Scouts in Cooperstown. Henry Ayers said... Boy Scouts. It said... Henry Ayers said, it moved my friend John, and then it moved me, but instead of grabbing my sleeping bag, it grabbed my leg and it bit me. Hot pockets. Uh... Inside the sleeping bag? Yeah. That's what bears call them? Uh, I love the filling. The 12-year-old was sleeping under the stars with his buddies when the bear jolted everyone awake. He said, it was, that? That. He said it was absolutely crazy. Yeah, I'm, of I course. Ma- I mainly sat up and I screamed. There was a giant bear leaning what? right over me and I screamed and I kicked at it and it wandered back a little bit. Come on, man. I'm just hungry. Uh, fortunately, Henry wasn't seriously injured, uh, save for a few scratches on his leg. The group headed over to a nearby shelter to sleep for the rest of the night, but the bear wasn't done. It came back hours later, still going <laughs> for some food, uh, even though the scouts made sure to hang it all out of reach. That becomes problematic, right, when a bear keeps visiting a uh, an area? Yeah, so the scoutmaster, uh, Diana Nichols, said uh, a little after 4 in the morning was the final time, time it came, and I thought to take my phone and take a video of it. I was... Uh, uh, and I was trying to reach... This is the latest TikTok dance. <laughs> it was very uh, close to reaching another hiker's bag. The group went on to uh, their scheduled hike the next day. Park officials later found the bear, and as per state rules, they had to euthanize yeah. it, unfortunately. Uh, Henry said, I wish they didn't euthanize it. Uh, it's associated us with food, uh, but we know that was our fault, not the bear's fault. It was just, you know, being a bear. Uh, meanwhile, Henry has a story he'll never forget, an important lesson about how humans should protect wildlife. He said that he plans on going camping again very soon at Boy Scout Camp this summer. He said, I'm not scared of camping anymore, and I'm not scared of bears. It's completely okay. In a campsite, the, the thing to do when you're storing food is store all your, your pork chops in your sleeping bag. Right? In your sleeping yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they so can't they warm. get to yeah. it. Yeah. A regimental sergeant major in charge of making sure that his men didn't get too drunk at an Army Oktoberfest bash ended up so inebriated that he soiled himself in his lederhosen. Oh, man. According to a court martial. That's a smash. Uh, Michael Ransley. Oh, I smell poo-poo. Was was supposed to be responsible for setting and maintaining standards at the event at the Infantry Battle School in uh, Brecon, Wales, but disgraced himself and was found collapsed with a strong smell of vomit and feces. Uh, before passing out, he was seen with feces on his leg and refused to leave despite the smell and sight causing distress to Go others. home! <laughs> you, sir. You stink! Uh, the court-martial hearing heard ah. RSM Ransley was... Was the Infantry Battle School alcohol policy advisor? You smell like fetal 
And his very presence at the Oktoberfest party was hoped to act as a deterrent against excessive drinking. Oh, it's crazy. Especially at the house, you tend to think of like, a, that's like a, like a poop sausage. Uh, but the 40-year-old decorated veteran, the most senior soldier at the German-themed event, had an accident in the bathroom, which left the long Bavarian socks he was wearing <laughs> covered in his own waist. I'm very sorry. Guests were left horrified by the smell and sight of him and described in court as the epitome of what commanders should be. He repeatedly ignored advice to clean himself up. No. Uh, the soldier who was a result, uh, who as a result of the incident was demoted, was in such a messy state that it was extremely offensive, according to the court martial. Uh, details of his case emerged at the court. You uh, are super stinky. As he tried to overturn his demotion, but a judge dismissed his appeal, stating that he <sighs> should have been setting the standard. Could you imagine having to fight for that in court and defend he, yourself? He had been told three times, uh, uh, he had been told to leave three times because he kept coming back after being escorted out and was eventually found passed out. Oh, man. And uh, he admitted disorderly behavior as a punishment, and he was demoted because of it. But he crapped all over his, oh, his was, socks, his man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A this is this is pretty messed up, and there's there's video to this. this. Is why I put it in the bizarre file. But a 65 year old Indiana church pastor told his congregation that he had sinned by committing adultery about two decades ago. Yeah, in a shocking confession that prompted a woman to step forward and reveal that she was his victim at the age of just 16. And she does this in front of the congregation. In front of everyone. Uh, He said to the congregation, I committed adultery. It was nearly 20 years ago. This This is is the best mass ever. This is a (laughs) whisper to the person next to you. (laughs) Pastor John Lowell II said at the end of the services at uh, New Life Christian Church at World Outreach in Warsaw, uh, he said, to say it plainly, I didn't make a mistake. I didn't have an issue. I didn't have an affair. I didn't make a misjudgment. I sinned. I, I need oh, to say, boy. yeah, I know. Yeah. I need to say that, and you deserve to hear it. Well, the pastor asked the congregation to forgive him for the deep wound that he had caused, explaining that there was no good reason why it took him so long to come clean. He said, "If I could take it back and redo it all, I would. I can't. All I could do is ask for you to forgive me." He said to my wife and family, who I deeply hurt. I've confessed my sin, and they have graciously forgiven me and expressed their love to me. He then announced that uh, he was stepping down from the ministry, and he received a round of applause from the congregation. But Things turned awkward later. Pastor, we have a special guest for you. Yeah, a woman stepped forward to the microphone along with a man who identified himself as her husband. She said, for 27 years, I lived in a prison. It was not 20 years. I was just 16 when you took my virginity on your office floor. Do you remember that? I know you do. So he thinks, okay, I'm out out of the woods on this. I've done my deal. Uh -uh. But there's more to the story. Mm -mm. Uh, She said, I lived in a prison of lies and pain, lying to protect the low family. I thought I was a horrible person, having suicidal thoughts, not realizing what had truly been done to me. The church deserves to know the truth. The church has been built on lies, but no more. The lies need to stop. It's horrible, man. So, yeah, she stepped on. And there's been no uh, word as uh, since this. um, I know the masses are selling out. uh, The church has expressed its support for the former pastor and his family right now. What about her? Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a damn good question. Yeah. But I'm sure there's going to be a follow-up to this. So right. We'll a sequel. <laughs> yeah, the authorities are looking into this now because of that. All right, and then I need to wrap up there. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. That it was uh, a good one, though. And on a really yeah. negative one, but uh, nonetheless, uh, we have to in the interest of time. So we are done there. By the way, uh, I would like to give some weight. Today is Dunkin' Iced Coffee Day. Oh, is it ever? They drop by a whole bunch of goodies here. 
And I have a $50 Dunkin' gift card for call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. You can cool down today and stop by your local Dunkin' today for Dunkin' Ice Coffee Day. $1 from every iced coffee sold at participating Dunkin' locations are going to be granted locally to Children's Hospitals. That's excellent. For more information, check out joyinchildhoodfoundation.org. So swing by Dunkin' today we love you, Dunkin'. and get an iced coffee because a dollar from everyone is going to go to this charity and it's Children's Hospital. So call number 18. We're going to send you up with a $50 Dunkin' gift card. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Don't forget, Jeopardy! champion, current Jeopardy! champion and local guy Ryan Long is going to be joining us. So we're excited about that. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. A blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Fred and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice. Not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Uh, real quick, uh, I got a, this is a butt plug. Uh, I got an email from somebody uh, pointing out a GoFundMe campaign for uh, a person who's a, a nurse, a COVID nurse, husband okay. and father, a guy named John Aquino. Uh, and this is wild. He was at the shore and he was diagnosed with uh, strep meningitis, oh, led to septic shock. He had a brain bleed, liver and kidney failure, had to be intubated and sedated. And when he regained consciousness, uh, both his hands and feet had turned black. Oh, my oh, God. Man. And they had to amputate all four of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was terrible. And uh, he still has uh, kidney failure. It's persisting, but the doctors are confident that they can. it's going to heal up in time. Uh, but now they've got a lot of financial hurdles to overcome. Uh, he, is, he was working as a nurse at Jefferson Stratford Hospital in New Jersey. So I just wanted to mention that. And there are causes like this that if you're interested in helping out that are available on the uh, community page of PresidentSteve.com. Nick, I sent this link to yes, you. Yes, I will get that posted. All right, I so people can that. access the GoFundMe page through the site. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you All can right. go to PresidentSteve.com and uh, click on the community page, and you'll you'll be able to find it there. But uh, we wish you a speedy recovery because that's, uh, wow, losing all four of your... Uh, of your appendages or your hands and feet. That's a freaking nightmare. That's, that's, a, that's a complete lifestyle change. So uh, best of luck to you, sir, and we'll see what we can do to help you out a little bit. Um, oh, by the way, with uh, Keenan's yes. live broadcast on Friday at uh, Eggs with Peg uh, with Coors Light and uh, all of our closest friends, uh, there's an event for the first time ever that's taking place the night before. Yeah. At Keenan's. So Thursday night, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, me, Marissa, Nick, we're all going to be at Keenan's hanging out. Uh, you know, just kind of like get, a, like a pre-party. We're going to prep everything. We're going to yeah. we're, we're we're prepping for Friday morning, and we're gonna we're gonna hang out at Keenan's. Uh, we're going to be there at least from eight p.m. to ten p.m. Just kind of getting everything ready. We're going to clean up and you know make sure that the uh, the, the rooms are ready. Just like carpentry, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. just like clean. We're you don't have to clean. No, no, we're no, going to no, be yeah. cleaning. Oh, you guys okay, can come okay. and watch. Also, some plumbing you said and drywall. Yeah, I mean, like plumbing. I, I can't. Like, I'm not going to be taking part like pipes or anything like that. But I'll yeah. be plunging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you can do. You're not. You're not going to be outlandish about it because we are on Friday 
It's a return after a number of years, A. B, we're trying a couple of things we've never tried because the street in front of Keenan's right now is yes. now available to us. <laughs> and so there's a whole bunch of stuff in play, and I think that's a good idea that you guys are there doing all that. I did it, grab a plunger yesterday, Casey. Oh. Uh, it's in the green room, so if you need that, go ahead and take that down. Okay, all right. Is it one of the... Uh, do you know there's differences in plungers, by the way? I have. Yes, I, have, yeah. I learned it yesterday. Yeah. Well, I have the best plunger ever. <laughs> it is one. It is almost looks like it looks like a, a PVC accordion. Accordion. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so you you have you hold the handle on top, and that sucker, mm-hmm. man, that plunges like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I was something got stuck in my sink. And uh, I actually, when I pulled it up, Preston, my neighbor's house disappeared. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Steve. That is so powerful. If you remember down, yeah, the shore, right. down the shore a couple of years ago, I talked about this on the air, how um, my my pipes outside had gotten clogged. And I had one of those accordion plungers, and I had to use it on the pipes outside on my sidewalk. It's crazy. Boom, boom, boom. Just a couple of plunges. Next thing you know, the entire sewage came up out of my sidewalk and onto the street. And, you know, and... Um, Case. If, if that thing could could uh, do accounting, I would marry it. Yeah, it, 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 that's everything you need there with that sucking power. It's well, amazing. There was like a like low water level plunger and mm-hmm. high water level plunger. Oh, really? That I, I like, don't know. Wow. Yeah. I, really? I, yes, I had no idea. And I also bought a snake. Do you ever do you have one of those for your? Uh, Toilets, by any chance? Yeah, no, oh, no, no like not a, an like actual a plumbing snake. snake. Okay, yeah. yeah. I know we're not talking about this right now, but anyway, me, Nick, and Marissa are going to be at Keenan's. Free snakes for the first. Preston <laughs> sea snakes for the first fifty people. From eight to ten on Thursday night. Back night. to you, Preston. All right, so make sure you stop by, say right. hi, and I, talk plungers. Talk yeah, plungers. Uh, yeah. I have a plumbing question, but uh, were we going to do something else? <laughs> now, well. You can ask a plumbing question because it right. might tie into what I'm going to mention here. I have, if we have time. We'll okay. See. I have an older house. I, and my house is about 90 years old. And um, the, the, most of the sinks are fine. There is a sink in the upstairs uh, bathroom, one of the upstairs bathrooms, where when I turn the water on, it smells like sulfur. It smells like rotten eggs. Okay, yeah. You, and you I, really I don't need know, to plumb. I don't it. know what this is coming from. Well, the toilet functions fine. The, the sink Have you ever the other plunged room. the sink? Yes. Yeah. Huh. And and so and, and I, when I run the water for an extended period of time, the to, the toilet smell the toilet no, water not, in it. Not the toilet water. The sink water. The sink water. So I turn this uh, turn the sink on and I let it run for like twenty or thirty seconds every time because every time I turn it on, especially if I haven't used it for like a, a day or so, it just stinks like rotten eggs. It smells like sulfur. Do you defecate in the sink? No. Okay. No. Because I was wondering. Yeah. This may been... help you out here. With uh, Connor looked this up. It says if you're noticing the smell of rotten eggs. Which is a sulfur smell. Yes. Right. Uh, it is possible that your water or sink drain is contaminated. Oh, it's the drain. It could also be that the drain is clogged or partially drained. Partially drained. Uh, when sinks are clogged, they drain slowly, which can cause bacteria to build up in the pee trap. Yeah, I got yep. one of those. And create the hydrogen sulfide gas. I'm and you a could be for back here. You know, yeah. The pee trap was a strip club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Can you access the pee trap? Uh, I don't know what. All right, the so uh, is. Well, hang on. Is it a pedestal sink or is it a vanity sink? Uh, it's pedestal, which I also hate. Okay, so um, <laughs> so the P trap, yeah, it, there might be a clog there. Um, um, I told Steve this. I, I'm sorry, Preston. Did you want to do something else? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Right. Right. We're gonna. I'm, I'm at this point now where like 
Uh, the toilet isn't great. The sink isn't great. So do you do the whole bathroom? You do the yes. whole thing. Yeah. Do I just tear it all out? I strip Listen, it down yeah. to the studs. Do you know what seems to be the most efficient type of toilet sink? Uh, the, the ones they used to have in the in the prison. Like yeah. When you go, you know, the one that yes. is, where the sink is right behind the toilet. Should you, never hear, you never hear comp- prisoners complaining. Thank you. Listen, I, there, there's indication if you ask Steve something. If you talk to Steve about this, you are wanting someone to tell you to rip it out. Yeah, if you talk, yeah. if you talk right. to Steve, <laughs> Steve yeah. me or Steve, rip that, it out. get rid of it, throw yeah. it all out, start Start new. Start Break fresh. up the door yeah, and close <laughs> off that room. Nick, I actually uh, replaced a toilet last year. On your own? On my own. Well, me and Chuck did it. So, I mean, if Chuck wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. But uh, it actually is not that difficult. All right. It really is not that hard. Because toilets aren't that expensive. And They're you not that for, expensive. You know, They're heavy. Dollars. Yeah, okay. They're heavy. Um, Steve, should we give him more advice? <laughs> yeah. Don't you, do it don't, yourself. Don't do it. You pay no, for somebody pay, to do pay it. Pay for All someone right. and get the highest priced person you can find. <laughs> He's going to do the yeah, best yeah, job. Yeah, the best no, job. I could just send Rochelle over yeah. there. And yeah. Yeah. I got to hire your wife. But also, like, toilets now are usually equipped, and, and it's not that expensive with, uh, you know, different flushing. So, like, if you're just uh, peeing, they have a smaller flush yes. with, uh, with that, less I'll water. I'll tell you this. So I, I, I yeah. have the up, that up flush toilet, you know, that the, you know, the one that, that it has to. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, below uh, the... Horizon came over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, we'd have this thing. Every time you'd flush, beep, 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 beep. It started beeping, and it was having issues, and so on and so forth. Uh, Horizon comes over. All right, repaired the replaced the whole thing. New unit in. Now it's working like gangbusters. You know so, what I find um, a little bit odd. You guys constantly are <laughs> are like helping each other and doing things. The only thing I ever ask friends to do is to drink. <laughs> do you want to come over for wine, margaritas, right, right, right. champagne? High noons. I don't ever ask for like to come help and clean the house. Oh, no, yeah. install Kathy, a toilet with with Chuck. I don't even ask. I go, hey, what time do you want to come over to help me yeah, do? Like, I think that's weird. Well, you know what? He is the type of person that he wants to he do. Likes that. It. Like, yeah. He likes it. He wants, to do it. He yeah. wants a project to do. Do you give and, him a beer after at least? Oh my god, he gets all the sink bacon he can eat. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Yeah, he eats your leftovers <laughs> out of the sink. Yeah, he loves it. Not yeah. even leftovers. Trash. Mm-hmm. Casey's behind you, and he's very excited. About whatever project is coming next. <laughs> Chuck, can you come over to my house after work? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not that way either. I don't I don't invite people to come over. Right, you just invite them to come over and eat and drink. Yeah, there are projects that I like, and and uh, but plumbing is not one of them. Plumbing totally intimidates me. And of course, and, and plumbing you like framing. I like well. Uh, I like outdoor no, stuff. Like right, electrical. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I like. Uh, oh God, no. Yeah, I like high tension stuff. <laughs> no, like if it's an outdoor project, even if it's something that I'm I'm not quite qualified for, because I feel like if it's an outside project and I screw it up, it's outside. Yeah, you can deal you can with just it later. Burn it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh. But like, uh, you know, landscaping, gardening, I can handle that type of thing. But inside, I, I don't want to mess up stuff that's inside. Uh, Kathy, by the way, there are several people texting that want to be your friend. Oh. <laughs> So. Which bar should we meet at? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the big question. Uh, well, okay, so I do so- I have something that I was planning on talking about that does kind of uh, tie into this. Off of this. Yeah. Un- uh, this is totally unintended, uh, this chat that you guys had, but um, <clears throat> there is a listing, a house for sale listing. Uh, it is a nice three-bedroom home, uh, and it is uh, for sale in our state in Pennsylvania. I think it's in our area. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> is it Buck County? It is. Yeah. Was it yes. Newtown? Yes. Okay. All right. So 
The pictures show a cute kitchen, a garden outside, and a fireplace in the living room, along with a basement that has a wooden door. But By the I- way, when I looked, looked through this listing, I'm going through all the pictures. I'm like, okay, it's just a house that needs to be updated. Like, why did mm-hmm. someone send this to me? Well, there's a picture that's caught everyone's attention, and that is of a toilet <laughs> on the staircase of the home. Is it a free toilet? <laughs> Can I- no, I oh, think it's... Stop it. And, and what we're having a hard time determining is whether if it is... Is it like installed there is it or installed is it just sitting there? there? Is no. it, uh, is, is it uh, Does it have piping? You it's know, like I on the know. landing. It looks like maybe it's uh, like either a split level or from the basement. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, there's one set of stairs, a landing, and then you go up the rest of the stairs and it's on the so, landing. So the toilet is situated on the landing yeah. and, and you think so... Because normally you you don't set a toilet on the staircase. That's right. right. I think that's right. most people would agree with that. Unless it was like you're coming up in the basement and they just didn't enclose it. I have or to see that's this where the, Yeah, I, so, have, I haven't seen it. The property is listed on the website of uh, uh, Agent Bright MLS. Uh, and the staircase is carpeted but doesn't have a wall or coverings that can be closed in case someone wants to use that toilet. The carpet on the staircase even has a hole in it for the toilet. No, that, that is definitely plumbed. Like, now, look at the now, carpet around yeah, it. Yeah, it was installed into the floor. My yeah. question is, is, is this actually a staircase or is this just a raised toilet like in the basement or something like that because you know my my uh, my neighbor had a, a toilet in his basement and you actually literally walked up two steps to get to it because they had and i i don't know the plumbing rules but it needed to be raised in order for things to be able to like flush yeah it's stuff. like steve and i say right, you yeah. know we have the same thing in the basement there's a pump that uh, if you use the toilet down there and you hear it go on after you flush the toilet because it's below right a certain so level the, sea level or whatever i don't know the way Not this level, picture but. is uh it, it sort of seems to indicate that it is a uh, it's a staircase, but what we're looking at here, uh, because it looks like it's a landing of a staircase, and then up to the left would be, you know, also the steps going up. But what that could be is that could just be a shelf. You know, this is where the uh, like that could be a toilet paper uh, dispenser that is kind of jutting out from the wall a little bit. That it's, might not be a staircase. It's the cover art okay. to the album Stairway to Poopies. <laughs> I kind of see it's, what you're saying, Case. The way this is laid out, though, it, it almost looks as if it turns and goes up behind right, it, like right. the staircase, because yeah. you see an angle. Uh, in the the trim yeah. work there. Wait, how, so, is there? how many times do you walk up the steps and halfway up think, man, I have to take a dump. <laughs> you know what, Casey? I think you might be right, and I think that little that little behind it there, that little angular thing, might be a uh, a little nook underneath. I don't know. It's hard to tell. They, they say though that the listing gives no indication as to yeah. why the toilet is up, or or why would you include a photograph? Of a toilet okay. in a listing. They clearly thought this was unique enough to include. How many times do you see a house listed where they show a picture of the toilet? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, you you assume there are toilets. There was a house next to. Uh, no, actually, when we were looking for our, our, our before we moved into Maniac, we were looking around. This is a while ago. There was a I don't know how this arrangement ended up. Maybe it was the way the pipes were in the house. But in the kitchen. There was what you thought was like a dust broom closet, and you opened it up, and three steps up on a platform was a toilet. Yeah. Okay. No sink, just a toilet. Here's a text that says, I had a toilet like that in the house I grew up in. Uh, It was at the top of the stairs leading to the basement. There was a pocket door that closed for privacy. The toilet was scary as F because 
there was no door to protect you from the basement monsters killing you while you were <laughs> yeah, there. <yeah>, <laughs> I don't like that. This listing, though, like the other pictures of the house, they they clearly uh, cleaned and straightened up the house, you know, to have these pictures taken. Like, it's not like it's some. So this picture was taken on purpose and posted, but with no explanation. But like, and why? I mean, the, the, there was a place I rented down the shore that they basically just turned a closet into the bathroom. Right. And it was just, there was only enough room in this closet for a toilet. Like, if you sat there, Steve, you basically had to cross your legs. Right. And it was hilarious, but they were just trying to create another bathroom. And, and I don't know why... <laughs> Okay, I mean, why even put this in the listing? Because when you... That's are, what I'm saying. Because you, you need to know that there's a toilet on the stairs if you're going to potentially... Oh, it has a staircase toilet. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, you those are very that. hip. Yeah, that, they yeah. are being honest by putting this on yeah. there. Like, if you yeah. got to the house, you're like, you know what? I oh, don't... Nick, it has a tool shed bidet. Right. Well, there was a listing that I saw a few weeks ago, and this, and it was... It, it, the house is in Wisconsin. The house, Kathy, was just... It was very well-appointed. It looked really nice, and then they had the picture of the master bedroom, and above the master bed was a sign that said it wasn't one of those cutesy live yeah. laugh love yeah, it yeah. said welcome to pound town <laughs> i'm not even lying uh, i had that story i was going to put in the bizarre uh, file uh, the woman did that on purpose oh, okay. uh it was it was a joke okay uh that that was like in their family oh and so uh she had a sign made and and it was you know. sometimes those kitschy things can sell yeah, i mean yeah. was it the case of the the um the BDSM arrangement in the basement. Right, right. Yeah, they did that on purpose. Right, yeah. Uh, by the way, as Tech says, uh, Casey, as you had pointed out, that toilet is hooked up. You can see the silver feed pipe on the left, and yep. that is not part of the toilet, so it's definitely got water going to it, because <laughs> people were wondering if they had just set it there and took a picture of it. I'm going to go to Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. Hi there. Hey, what's up, Rachel? All right, so I... Went to college in northern Vermont, a little um, state school called Linden State, way up in the Northeast Kingdom. Um, we we lived in a house that had a staircase toilet, and it was right off the kitchen. Yes. And, yep, it was the best. Everybody knew about the staircase toilet in our, you know, tiny little college. Um, and we used to throw a lot of house parties. And the toilet consistently got used. All right, hang on a second. By, by, uh, let's be more descriptive here. You say staircase toilet. Was that staircase leading to anywhere besides the toilet? No, it went It went to the basement Okay, and, and a side door. So you could basically, we had a side door. You could come in the side door, come up the steps and into the kitchen. And on the landing of the stairs that led to the kitchen, there was a toilet. <laughs> and... It was just a random toilet, no sink, like nothing, no no curtain for like the one part when it came into the house. There was so, no curtain or anything. Let, let, let um, me ask you, Rachel, was that most often used as like a pee toilet? Absolutely. Okay, so you wouldn't you want to take a full full board dump right next to the kitchen? It was it was constantly in use. All especially right, during house, especially in house parties and like. You know, so you'd close the door to the kitchen, <laughs> but you always had the fear that someone would come in the side door. Yeah. And I think I think at one point we tried to put a curtain up because we were like, well, maybe that'll help. But I literally, like, they... Oh, oh we lost her. Lost her. Back up, and right. it was constant. Well, but, I did, but I did hear that the reason some of these toilets were put in these kind of exterior door staircase type situations is because if you were coming inside and it's you know frigidly cold you could drop all your gear 
you know, like kind of right there, use the bathroom and then go back outside. So I think that's what one of my friends had suggested. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, that's, so you can keep all your you know, gear on. When it's cold. Yeah, because it's when hard it's to take a, yeah. take a dump with snowshoes on. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, you know, right. it's, that's kind of, but we had one and it was. You know, it was a fixture. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Everybody yeah. loved it, and you were known as the staircase toilet yeah. house. Staircase toilet house. The Charles right. Street house with the staircase toilet. That's funny. Thank you, Rachel. I appreciate it. By the way, I will. Uh, I, we have a we have a powder room right there in the kitchen. I'll take a full board dump anytime. So let me ask you: Is it it, it is it directly? Does the door open up right into the kitchen? Yeah, I yeah. mean it's a yeah. It's yeah. a closed yeah, kitchen. Like a, it's, a, it's it's an open. It's uh, a little bit right. Yeah. That I, I that I can see the place that I was talking about, the toilet. Basically, there was a wall that if you put your hand punched to the drywall, you'd be able to put toast in the toaster. Okay, and, 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 and to me, that's yeah. nah, you don't. You know what I'm saying? That's too close. I'm pretty sure I pooped in that bathroom in your house. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Why it's... did you poop in Preston's kitchen bathroom? He was asked to. Yeah. He had to go to the bathroom. We I had a toilet. So it was you know, you ask friends. You. you ask your friends to come over for wine. Nick and Preston does poop parties. <laughs> yeah. Kathy, I would. Kathy, will you tell people to please not poop in your house? <laughs> just, I just if, if you have to poop, can you can you go down? There's a. There's, there's a gym there's down a the gym street. Down the street. <laughs> they have public restrooms. You can go in there. Main floor. I know the owner. Main floor bathrooms are awesome. So many homes don't have a main floor bathroom. Yeah, I know. Have you ever? Um, yeah, so, like for that, when you when we come in, the, there's the mud room, and right next to it is the bathroom. When we can make our own mud in there, and it's awesome. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, when I was house shopping a few years ago, there was a point in, where I had to go to the bathroom while house shopping, and. That's an awkward thing. Like you, yeah. You gotta, you, but it's just when you gotta go, you gotta go. You, yeah, you, you come know. out. You come out. The, you might want to reduce the price. <laughs> I, 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 I you might want to relist this at a lower. <laughs> Nick, I'm almost inclined to like not even flush. You know, like if nobody knows <laughs> that you went in there, <laughs> especially if that's the house you want. Right? Some I, people make cookies. It was an upper decker. I, uh-huh. I do feel uh, uh, uncomfortable though if I go to someone's house and I don't know them and they don't have a main floor bathroom I, and they send you up to like the yeah, residence. I feel uh-huh. terrible. Bedroom area. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to go. There's nothing. Personal area. My first house was like that. We didn't have a bathroom on the main floor. You either had to go down into the basement, which was um, that was better. Like I liked that, but I didn't mind people going upstairs. But it was that. It was like right outside my bedroom, and you had no choice. I would love to go. You come back down and say, "Wow, your toilet looks like a master bed." (laughs) (laughs) That was a bed. Kathy, do you remember when I dropped you off for that drunk day, and you had to go running my neighbor's house? Yeah, and you went running up the steps in your neighbor's house because it was built kind of the same. You thought you were running up to your bathroom. No, I didn't think I was running to my bathroom. We, I wanted to see what their house looked like. We were never, we, we like weren't friends with them, and we wanted to know if it was the same as ours. So I thought after you know uh, drinking in the morning that it would be a good idea on my way home to just. Go visit them and see if their house looked like mine. Hey, let's go back to that moment uh, a little while. So, if anybody knows me, call in. You get your number back ticket. If anyone knows me, call in. Get get the back ticket. Get the back ticket. So, if anybody knows me, call in. You get your number back ticket. I sound like a kid too. Nipple back tickets. Uh, Let me go to this call. It's Fred. Hey, Fred. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? Well, I just wanted to pass on when you talk about stories of toilets. Years ago, I was at work. I worked for a utility over here in New Jersey, and we were in Camden. 
and we're fixing a gas line to this house, and in the middle of the living room was a working, functioning toilet. In the living room. In the living room. Couch, TV, all that stuff. When you're watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> you could sit on the toilet and watch TV in the living room. Yep, and it was, well, a rather, probably put there because it was a very large lady. Oh. She was on the sofa. Okay. Oh. And when I came in, I'm like, no, no way. So I got my bucket of pools and I head to the basement. And I said, well, there's only one way to verify this. <laughs> I go down the basement. There's a soil pipe. There's a water pipe going up to the toilet, and I couldn't wait to get out back to the truck and go get the friend of mine, Bill. And I said, you got to come in and see this. So you, you you mentioned the key thing that might have been the issue, perhaps that because she was a larger person who might have had difficulty getting about, perhaps that was placed there for convenience. Is that what you think? I pretty well think it because she was, put it this way, she was obese because she was chewing away on food the whole time. <laughs> okay. Wow. So rather than entire bok choy, rather than the diet, let's just put a toilet yeah. in the living room. <laughs> well, wow. that works too. Oh, my God. It, it just Thank something that you, you know. You don't expect to see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. Well, you know what? Yes, uh, it, it seems like it's legit, and and I'm now I'm coming around to what Casey was saying that yeah. maybe it's not what it appears to be. That might not be a main staircase. It's like a, added a, to a, another a back staircase. It's just raised because of the plumbing, and people give me a hard time because I said it was below sea level. <laughs> oh, text I didn't mean sea level. Whatever. You it corrected needs, yourself. It needs gravity yeah. to get it up to the pipes, it's which not, can take it away. It's so. below the magma yeah. level. It's there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under yeah. the crust. Under the crust Into of the, the magma. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> but above the mantle. It's at the bottom of the Mariana's Trench. Back mm-hmm. That's off. all. Yeah. That's where we put our toilet. Oh, listen, I deserve it. Whatever. All right. The big Thank you for your calls. Well, I appreciate it. Level. We have to take a break because we have a guest coming up in a little bit. He is the current Jeopardy champion. His name is Ryan Long, and uh, we're going to talk to him when we return. So make sure you stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Oh, and let's also give away a $50 gift card for Duncan. Yeah. Because today is Duncan Iced Coffee Day. <laughs> and $1 from every iced coffee sold at participating Duncan locations will be donated to the Duncan Joy and Childhood Foundation to bring joy to kids at local hospitals. I just had one, and it's been a while since I've had it. They're awesome. Caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. You get the $50 Dunkin' gift card. We'll be back in a moment. Official opening of the Jersey Shore, Friday, May 27th, starting with the Preston and Steve Show, live from Keenan's North Hillwood, presented by Chorus Light. Then, dig your toes in the sand with Pierre Robert, live from Margaritaville at Resorts Casino in Atlantic City, and Jackson rocks your happy hour at the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach. Come get an early start on the holiday weekend with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. We are all Jeopardy fans here yes. on the President Steve Show. Are, uh, Kathy, is Jeopardy your so, jam? You know what's so funny is um, not really. Mm-hmm. However, I happened to turn it on a few weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, hey, this guy's from the Philadelphia area. <laughs> and so I was watching him. Uh, we love the show. We love it when local people uh, get some wins. Oh, yeah, yeah. And our next guest has got a number of wins. Eight so far. He's a current uh, Jeopardy champion. And 
found out he is going on to the Tournament of Champions, which is pretty damn awesome. And we are happy to help welcome Ryan Long to yeah. our show this morning. Ryan, good morning. Oh, oh we can't hear you, Ryan. Uh, we'll get, we'll get this set up. Is this on our end? Uh, uh, hang on a second. I retook the you're, board. You're dealing with some little brains for a moment. Yeah, hang yeah. on. It's, it's us. Yeah, it's us. Now, we were having a technical issue earlier, and so Casey is uh, has to canoinker this thing. But by the way, if you don't know, uh, and if you haven't been watching uh, Jeopardy, Ryan has won uh, $160,401 yes. so far. Yes. Uh, which is, there you go, man. That's, he's he's uh, doing it steady and incrementally, and he's doing it the right way. Steve, I don't know if you follow the Jeopardy on uh, Twitter, but I they do. started doing this thing a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple of months back, of um, posting like stats from each yep, episode. Yep. It's really fascinating. Uh, and the percentage watch... of questions gotten right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and, it. And to watch champs like Ryan do as well as he has, yeah. and then, you know, other people who have come back, uh, you know, and Matea. Matea, yeah. As well as she did, it's really neat to see them do this well and then just break it down after every episode. Um, so let's see if we have him now. Ryan, can you speak for us? Ed Zooks. Excellent. <laughs> nice to see you, Ryan. Thanks. We're only Thanks. only pretty piecing this together right now, Ryan. We've only been at this for decades. <laughs> uh, listen, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for joining us. How does it feel so far, man? Ah, uh, feels great, man. This is a this is the best part so far. Is this is an honor? It's really oh, an honor. Oh. I see you guys like nearly every morning. Oh, when thanks I'm, so when much. I'm awake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Well, if you don't mind, let's find out uh, a little bit about you. We know you're, you know, uh, born in Philadelphia, uh, moved to Ben Salem. Where do where do you uh, live now? Uh, I live in Mount Airy. Uh, I. I love this part of town, but I try not to tell people about it because I don't want anybody to come here. Well, I tell you what, I'm in Mount Airy too. I love it. I love I love that whole area. So if you ever drive by a house that has an inordinate amount of Halloween decorations, <laughs> yeah, and or Christmas decorations, that's probably me. But You'll yeah, know where Steve it, it's, it's a wonderful area. So, but you, uh, as of late, now obviously, well, then in that case, go ahead. In that case, my mom's probably been by your house at very slow speeds, which doesn't sound creepy at all. <laughs> well, um, the uh, the whole show obviously you, you they're taped in advance and their clusters are done, um, you know, at, all at once. Uh, so, but uh, as of late, from what we understand, you're starting to get noticed. Obviously, you've been on a on a prominent show, and it's it's just starting to uh, to happen to you. Have you have you had a a very weird encounter yet with someone who is a Jeopardy fan? Uh, weird encounter. Everybody's been pretty okay, I guess. For you know, because I you know I live around here, but I did get recognized at my local at the record store up in up in Chestnut Hill. There you go. Uh, I went. Yeah, I went in and I took a I took a record back. I was like just uh, talking to the guy, and he says, "Yeah, I'm telling him about the record how it's awful, and I want to get my money back, and you're." <laughs> You should close the store. <laughs> and uh, he 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 said after all my spiel, he looks at me and he says, "So, when you were listening to this, did at any point you feel like you were in jeopardy?" <laughs> oh no! And I, you know, I, I just. I just like, haha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Ryan, I know that. So when when I sit down to watch Jeopardy, uh, the moments that I wait for, obviously, when they're announcing uh, the categories, and when any music category comes up, I'm like, yes, yes. boom, boom. So you obviously have to have this really well rounded knowledge in order to succeed on Jeopardy. But I'm sure you have your favorite. So 
when those uh, categories are announced, uh, what gets you uh, most hyped up that you feel pretty damn confident on? Oh, I'm uh, I'm definitely a I'm definitely a movie guy. Yes, and uh, you know I'll get as soon as I see something, I'll be like, yes, you know that, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but I'm also I, I enjoy. Uh, I feel like I have a certain advantage over other Jeopardy contestants, most other Jeopardy contestants, in that I actually watch sports. So okay. that's also helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I read a great book uh, by Claire McNear. It's called uh, Answers in the Form of Questions, and it's about getting on Jeopardy and what the contestant search is like. And, and uh, everybody kind of does it differently. I'm, I'm really curious as to what your process was of getting on Jeopardy um, because, you know, it's it's not an easy process just to get to there in the first place. And then to do what you've done is uh, incredibly impressive. So how did you get on in the first place? Uh, really, it's... I saw the online test and signed up, uh, and it's just, it's really, mostly it was a matter of waiting because, you know, you take the test. I took the test, I think, in September 2020, the initial test, um, and the, I took the, they had the audition like a month later, and then I just, I sat around in the, what I call the deep end of the contestant pool hmm. for 14 months, and they called me uh, this February, and uh, you know, they said, do you want to come on the show? And I, I was like, well, you know, let me check my schedule. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's certain things that go into making. Um, uh, there's no hard and fast rules to making a, a Jeopardy success. But uh, again, you know, you you um, you 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 pull from all pop culture stuff. I see you excel in those areas. But also, just in a general knowledge that can only come, and, and, and I, I read that this is exactly the truth about you, you're kind of a voracious reader, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I refer to my my brain as a like a rusty lockbox. So, <laughs> like, things get stuck in there just over the course of my life. And I, you know, I learned a bunch of things. I read on my own. Uh which amazingly didn't help me do well in school. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, no. I just I I've always been interested in learning on my own and education. My dad has a bunch of books he left me, and um, yeah, that's. It, I don't know. How, I don't know how to explain my brain. I've been trying to do it for no, <laughs> no, no, no. Nor should you have to. I I I've, I I can't explain mine. I don't know how it works, and it barely does. But it seems to suit this business that I've chosen. But. Uh, no, it's it's wild to see you, um, you know, very calm and cool and collected. In the beginning, though, you, from what I understand, we understand, you were without your glasses. Um, and, and explain what happened there, because that was, that to me would seem very problematic if you cannot read the game board. Yeah, well, what they, they don't tell you, the, the dimensions of the stage, when you watch the show at home, it, it looks, you know, completely different. So, and it also, when you get the video clues, they blow up on your whole screen. So you're at home, you're like, oh, yeah, that's easy. You know, that's that, this, this. When you're on stage, the video monitor is um, <clears throat> maybe about 42 inches, I guess. And it's way across the way across the stage. So you're, like, looking like this, trying to figure out if you can't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm nearsighted, so I'm trying to, like, see what's going on. And I blew a couple of video clues that way. Just trying to figure out what was on the screen. I'm like, what is that? Is that like a man or a, oh, wow. is that a baseball bat? <laughs> I'm surprised they don't tap it through. Like, I know there there's a screen in front of you. I guess that you like a like a telestrator or something. But 
couldn't they couldn't they pump that through in front of you right on your own screen at your podium or am am I am I bucking the system here by even suggesting that? Oh, he might have froze. No, he, he did. Froze. He froze yeah. up. We lost him. Because he looks like he's pondering. That's a really tough one. To answer is, uh, the question, Steve, maybe it's because they don't want you looking down at any point. Yeah, I guess they, visually it's probably, yeah. On the, because uh, uh, okay. uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Or maybe they could have some kind of a um, a prompter screen in front of you that right. wouldn't be in the way. I Who knows? Well, but. Hopefully we'll get him back because he's, he's wearing a, by the way, he's wearing a very cool uh, Stark Industries I t-shirt. Saw that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, if you so the next question I was going to ask him uh, at some point was uh, you know I asked him what he gets excited for when uh, a category is announced and then the other question would be the opposite of that what when you see what yeah. type of category comes up are you bailing on because I know for me hmm. uh, it'd be two things it'd be uh, if I see Shakespeare yeah yeah just and and I can get some of them but for the most part yeah. I'm like no no let's well Buzzy Cohen talk, talked about and those that the recommendations of what you lock on you know the things that you're probably going to be presented with at some point that Shakespeare category sure. yeah so learn your basics know the questions that they like to go to right. Ken Jennings the Goat has said that actually he accrued a lot of his ability at the game by being raised on other game shows, trivia game shows, and learning how questions were phrased right. and, and where they were likely going to go when they were going to give a clue. Opera is the other one that I would oh, probably yeah. have a, t- a tough time with. You know what, though? I mean, if you were going into it uh, and you were, I don't know how much time you have between um, being selected and actually being on your first show. Right. But you have an opportunity to, like, cram and study and perhaps studying something like, you know, Shakespeare, something that you, maybe yeah. the other two contestants sure. wouldn't be good at might be the way you to know, go. You know, Casey, what a lot of people do now, and it's something that a, a lot of contestants did not have access to for years there is a bulk library mm-hmm. of episodes available to watch. Okay. I mean, we can ask Ryan. He's he's back now. Okay, Ryan, can you uh, can you hear us now? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I got to pay my internet bill. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got, you got some money out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I was asking uh, Ryan, and we and we discussed it amongst ourselves. But uh, just to go back to my my earlier question about uh, the categories that you get excited about and feel that you have a good run on. Uh, is there an opposite of that? If something comes up, you might go, hmm, this, is, this might be uh, tough just on subject alone. <laughs> opera. Oh, yeah! That's yeah. what I said. And everyone says opera. Yep. I amazingly, I don't catch a lot of operas in my daily life. <laughs> I do like a few. I don't want to sound like a like a bum, but, you know, right. Right, opera's, do, opera's not top of my list. Okay. Do all the contestants uh, still stay in the same hotel? And, and if so, do you interact with the other contestants um, before and or after any of the programs? Uh, they don't, and, and I think with COVID, everything changed. So, you know, you don't go, it's not like you're all in the same hotel and it's not all on Sony's dime. Like I had to get money together to go out. Oh, and, no kidding. Uh, make my way out and, and stay. Uh, but you do meet the contestants a little, you know, the contestants a little beforehand. You know, you go in for the, you know, first of all, you have to get there insanely early in the morning, which is for me like seven o'clock. <laughs> and then, uh, <clears throat> and then you, you know, talk to everybody but you're kind of side-eyeing everybody at the same time it's yeah like, hey how you doing where are you from how smart are you that kind of thing and uh you go in they give you the whole legal spiel together it's a couple hours and then you do rehearsals and uh then you take the game and it's five and uh, five per day right is that is that how that works they do it an entire week in one day yep 
Yep, yep, five per day, and uh, so much fun. Let me tell you. What what <laughs> what, what are the rules on you? Uh, obviously, you can't reveal information in advance of of how the episodes go since they they film them in advance. Right. Um, is do they say that they will take away your winnings if you were to uh, you know uh, renege on that uh, uh, non disclosure agreement? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah, they. Anything that's threatened to my money, I'm not doing. Like I didn't tell anybody. I right. didn't tell my mother anything. But my I mean, brother, that, but they, do they threaten you with you know, that? Like, like you don't get the prize. Fire to my feet. <laughs> <laughs> but will they tell you that flat out? Listen, if you say something, you you don't get the prize. I think it's in the contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. it would have to be. Right. There'd yeah, be no way they can't say anything. And yeah, mm. let me ask you. Uh, um, yeah, spoil it. Sure, sure. So, so you were working, and as the legend goes, and and, and I, I don't know if that's still going on as a, as an Uber or or Lyft driver. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, there's a lot of that. Uh, a lot of see a lot of people when I'm driving to work. I'm seeing a lot of those uh, the the drivers and like the Lyft sign. And I don't know if Uber has an illuminated sign, but driving around. So, um, uh, so in the interim, while the shows are airing, are are you are you currently doing that, or now that you've we assume and hopefully continue to accrue money. Uh, has that changed the whole environment for you right now? Uh, yeah, I've dipped out here and there. I just like to wear a big fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, so, so you've been. You, you said you were listening, uh, listener to the show. How, how long have you been listening? If I may ask, to uh, to the President Steve show. Oh, years and years. Uh, you know, since I was. Uh, Living like an idiot instead of a, a smart person. Yeah, <laughs> we have to ask. We would think that listening to our show would have made it almost very unlikely that you would have the intellect to go do Jeopardy. Yeah, and yet you're doing well. So somehow you learned outside of listening to us. Listen, you're you guys. Nobody gives you guys enough credit because you do get deep on certain topics. So I've, you know, <laughs> I, it's not like I've never learned anything. I've also learned very. Very many non-useful things, yeah. but it's all—it's all part of the diorama, you know. We've yeah. also given out a lot of uh, misinformation over the years as well. <laughs> right, the ability to distinguish which is which really helps. We were commenting, uh, Ryan, on your uh, Stark Industries uh, shirt. Are you are you firmly uh, in the uh, in, in our geek world of the MCU and, yeah. and DC and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty pathetic. The, <laughs> did you see the uh, the latest yeah. Thor uh, trailer that got released yesterday? I did, I did, I did. I'm down. I I can't wait. I, I can't well, wait for. Uh, yeah, first of all, I didn't know that um, Christian Bale was going to be in the movie. I had zero clue about that, and then I didn't realize that the female Thor. Thora. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was Jane. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. They, they're still pulling some twists out. Yeah. Yeah, she's got the guns. She's really. <laughs> She got jacked up for this, which is one of the best arcs in the in the comic. So I'm glad they're doing justice to it. Well, if they uh, keep the, the storyline that she's she has she's battling cancer, that's in the comic books. I don't know if they're going to maintain it for the uh, for the for the movie, but it's it's really cool and and uh, everything behind that is is pretty awesome. Now that you're now accruing this money and some fame. Um, you know, will you will you s- a score an occasional screening? Will you get? Do you think you might gain better act? If word gets out that you're a fan, perhaps you're over. Right. You know, at uh, at George Lucas's house. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, look, I I love the MCU and I love I love Star Wars, but I don't want to I don't want to burn my perks on that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to score birds tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay, all right, all right. So clearly, you're you're into comics because you know the uh, the the comic storylines. What was your What was your comic shop in our area that you would go to? Uh, I used to hit the Garden of Earthly Delights. Uh, you know, I used to hit uh, was it Onion, the Big Onion, down on the down in South Philly. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, were you to the yeah. level of of uh, playing games like uh, Magic the Gathering or D anD D or anything like that? God, no, I'm not a total nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, you're a pedestrian <laughs> nerd yeah, like yeah, us. Yeah, that's we're, we're not that deeply ensconced. <laughs> Oh I, I mean, I've played it. I played a, a few games of D and D here and there, but uh, as far as like actually spending the money or painting the little figurines, I'm I'm not that far. Okay, nice. Well, listen, if this if this continues and you get a nice uh, chunk of change from this, what are what are your thoughts with uh, with what you'd like to be you know doing with that money? Uh, I mean, you know, I uh, I tell I've been telling people like I don't have any thoughts beyond taking my. Uh, my uh, kid fishing, so uh-huh. that's also that. But then on the other on the other side, uh, if I don't get the free birds tickets, <laughs> I gotta get the season tickets. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. and then beyond that, you know, be I'll be ultra responsible and everything. But those are my two. Those are my two blow it. You know, yeah. entries on the list. Well, we'll nice. we're, we're, we'll put it out for you that uh, yeah. you would not you would not be insulted by the offer of season tickets. So, uh, and uh, hopefully that's yes. I'm totally. <laughs> make sure you tell them I'm totally for sale. All right, absolutely. <laughs> we'll pass yes, along. let that be known. All right, Ryan, continued <laughs> success. We will be watching. Uh, we're excited that you're representing the area. You're doing a great job, and it was uh, awesome to talk to you. And hopefully, we'll be chatting with you again soon. Okay. All right, thank you guys. It's really, really an honor. I'm serious. This is I've been long time listening, right? Oh, uh, thanks thank so you. much, we Ryan. Ryan Long, yeah. Jeopardy champion, man. Long time listener of the Preston and Steve. He's show. a funny guy. He doesn't That's get a so chance cool. to, sh- to show it too much because they only have the brief, you know, chats yep. on on Jeopardy. But he's he's got a good sense of humor, and he keeps it pretty business uh, yeah. on the show. Just right to it, and he's a little soft spoken on the show, but uh, he's kicking ass. That's why now I want this dude. Now I want him to beat Jennings. I want him to go the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> and be the greatest of all time. Yeah, he's very, he's very uh, respectful of, uh, of of Ken. Yeah, and yep. uh, uh, oh, you know, man. How can uh, you but, not he, be? but he's he's been with Mayim Bialik for his his runs. So, yes, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, hey, I would like to try something stupid. All right, I don't know. I think we've done this before, but it's been a long, long time. Does it involve a garden hose and an enema bag? No, 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 no. <laughs> it involves your phone, your okay. phone. Oh, my Actually, not yet, not yet. Hold okay. on. All right. Um, what I'd like to do, where's Marissa? If you oh, put I, the phone around your head, does it tilt in a different way? <laughs> it involves people calling us in and calling in right now. So here's what I'd like to do, and I'm just going to play uh, with us here in the studio. All Marissa, right. get five callers on the line. This is going to be for Duncan Duncan's uh, $50 gift card, okay? All right. Five callers on the line. Designate one each for, for each one of us here in the show. So uh, a caller for me, you, okay. Steve, Casey, Kathy, and uh, Nick. And right. uh, we'll, we'll, uh, uh, we'll follow up on that in just a moment. While we are waiting for those calls to come in, 215-263-WMMR, a reminder that we have the coolest teacher yeah. uh, school that we chose, and it is uh, Agnes Irwin Upper School in Bryn Mawr. And uh, all you have to do is text word teacher to 39333. If you go to school there, uh, you will get a voting link, and uh, we will have you vote until about 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll pick a new one. We had Paul Hamilton on earlier this morning. 
uh, who's a social studies social studies teacher <laughs> at uh, Jenkintown, Jenkintown Middle and High. I'm, you know, I'm having a hard time speaking today. I have new headphones. Oh, okay. And it sounds different, doesn't things it? Things sound a little bit different. Is it a, are they different type? No, it's exactly. You got with Sony's? They're just new. Like, okay. Like these other ones are five, six years and old. And they're lo- those are the ones they fit tight and right. Yeah, and and the other ones are uh, they've lost a lot of the low end. So right. I've been hearing my my uh, headphones at a, at a higher frequency. Why do I sound so good? And so it's a little bit different hearing my voice come back in. But anyway, so that's why I'm stumbling yeah. all over my words. Nonetheless, Paul Hamilton won from uh, Jenkintown. Uh, middle and high school. So, uh, speaking of high schools, real quick, I want to congratulate um, uh, the uh, Souderton area high school rock band. They had their concert last night. So, my uh, uh, my daughter Caroline uh, takes this class. It's just a yeah. rock band. Yeah, and cool. where well, you show me the video? Where was that? It was at the uh, Souderton Community Park. Okay, that uh, looked awesome. They have a really cool amphitheater yeah. there. So they had their concert last night. Their outdoor concert. Oh, nice! And they were playing everything from uh, Nirvana to the Beatles to Journey uh, to uh, um, uh, man. What were some of the, the they they did some heavy, some pretty hard rock stuff. They were they were going into some Rage Against the Machine. They even played. Uh, uh, Cult of Personality from Living Color, which we just got to see at the MM Barbecue, but it was it was really cool, and it's a it's a program for kids who don't necessarily know how to read music, oh, but can get together. And if you you know chords, and right, right. This thing about you can play an instrument and be fluent at it, and not necessarily know how to read tabulation, but you know a a minor B whatever you know all the chords and you know how to play, and that's kind of what this is. And and um, it's one of the only ones uh, in the state that does it like that. So is it a success? Total success. Yeah, it was a blast. And yeah. my my daughter uh, is a sound engineer, uh-huh. uh, so she's you know running the board and everything. So. Is she any desire to be a musician? Um, maybe she's okay. she's actually started taking drum lessons, oh! which I'm really stoked about. <laughs> Finally, one. I, I see a Vegas show here. I I would do that. Yeah, drummer and daughter. Her and I. Yeah. All right. So, anyhow, uh, thank you for coming. I want to congratulate them because it was a great show last night, and uh, they do great work and and uh, keep rocking during the summertime. All right. So we got our callers on the line. All right. Okay. So uh, here's how we're going to do it. Uh, Jennifer is going to play with me. Okay. Steve, Brian is going to play with you. Casey, you have Andrew. Kathy, you've got Mike okay. and Nick. You have Brittany. Is Brittany. this one of those uh, quickest to send a D pick? They don't have to do anything. No. Oh. Take your phone out. Mm-hmm. I want you to unmute your phone okay. right now. First one of us to receive a phone call from a friend right, right now okay. is going to be designated the winner, and that uh, person that we have on hold in conjunction with us is going to get a $50 gift card uh, from Duncan Ice College. So hold your hold your phone right, up okay. near... We have the delay yeah. anyway. Yeah, we, well, it's going to well, take like 30 seconds or right. so before the signal to even get out, but whoever is still right. the fastest call That's right. it, man. is going to come to get one of our us. Backs. It's going to determine who has the best friends. Right. Yeah. The, the, the most, uh, the quickest reaction. <laughs> Uh, friend, so and uh, when we hear one of these ring, you I have think to, my phone is broken. You have to uh. shut up. <laughs> There's a delay on the signal. It but takes... I wonder if anybody has like all of our numbers, and if they cho- who would they call? Who would they? Who, who would they, they yeah. pick? That yeah. might be, of course. Yeah, that yeah. might be the best friend. Look at how popular we are. Look at us <laughs> just mm-hmm. sitting here. Yes. Yeah, where'd he go? Who is it? Oh, I'm second. Craig uh, Magans is calling me. Hi, thank I have, you so second. much. I won. I have Steve McLean. Okay. I'll call you later. Hi, Nick. How you doing? I got nobody. Yeah, me. Hi, Dr. So Gary hey, Cohen. Just, just me and you. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm trying. It's all right. All right, so Marissa was the first one. Listen, Marissa, you're not going to be able to answer Kathy. all these calls. All right. 
What's that? Me. Oh, I'm sorry, Kathy. <laughs> Shut up. Me. Thank I'm you, the, Dr. Gary. I'm the popular well, no, one. because we're playing and for Steve people online. Oh, yep. All right. Who's My buddy Steve is calling me. Oh, from St. Louis. From St. Louis. <laughs> thank you to Steve McLean and Dr. Gary Cohen. Oh, now everybody's going to call. And thanks. All right. uh, I got him. He keeps calling. Now. No, he's so, calling you, Nick? Sorry, Devo. I can't answer the phone. I'm calling Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I should have uh, So, Devo, Kathy won? Call. I lost. I'll, ta- I'll call you later. See ya. All right. <laughs> Kathy, uh, Kathy wins. Yay! Our winner is Mike. Mike. So uh, let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Preston, yeah. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, what I, I need I... you to stop talking and listen to me. <laughs> what I didn't say on the air is, uh, as part of the prize, not only a fifty dollars gift card, you also get Kathy's cell phone number. Yay! <laughs> I've been trying to get that for twenty years. Congratulations! <laughs> you want to come over for drinks? <laughs> I call oh, my finger brown. Hey, by the way. Was it, doc- was it Dr. Uh, Gary who called you? No, oh. uh, it was uh, my friend Bree uh, from Bree Cassidy PR. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that is in honor, the reason that we... And Nick really did call me. That's funny. <laughs> did nobody call you, Nick? Uh, uh, yeah, like seven people called me. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Did no one call you? No, no one. All right, so uh, it's... Oh, in- no, no, I feel bad for you. It's no. okay, guys. I feel bad for you. Uh, it's because you have plumbing issues. Yeah. The $50 Dunkin' gift card, and that goes to Mike. And uh, don't forget, you can cool down today and stop by your local Dunkin' today for Dunkin' Iced Coffee Day. A dollar from uh, every iced coffee sold. Yeah. At participating Dunkin' locations will be granted locally to children's hospitals. Uh, for more information, you can check out Joy in childhoodfoundation.org. I knew you were going to win. Romano. Yeah. I, was hoping I, I knew would. you were going to win. Yeah. I was hoping you would do text messages because I have a special text message alert that uh, is very unique. Well, I'll send you a text right send now. Send me a text and you can hear Okay, it. hang on a second here. Let me... Pretty great. Do you have wow. a, d- a different one for different people? No. Okay. It's the same one. You know what? Yeah, I didn't customize mine either. My kids all have them uh, customized uh, for particular people. Uh, so, Casey, here we go. I don't know. I just How exotic. Somebody's oh. calling Nick. Very, Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did you receive it? Uh, <laughs> I didn't get it yet. Uh, well, wow. I sent it. And okay. Wow. I okay. never have my ringer on. I always Me hear, I listen to the... the Me. Yeah. Me either because we're in the studio yeah. for a big chunk of the day and we can't have it on. So I, mine's muted all the time. Whenever I lose my phone... Rochelle's like, we'll just call it. I'm like, can't. That gonna. Hey. Uh, you you re- now, if you lose your phone, if you have find my phone, do you have that app? Do you have? A, yeah, a, but a, it's a, usually in the house, right? No, no. You can you, you can actually you go can. onto it, and it will bypass your mute, and it'll emit a sound. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We have done that before, but right. I don't go to that. Great go to that level, level yeah, yeah, just yeah. to find it in the house. I finally oh. got a phone call. Oh, what? you did? Aww. Yeah, it's uh, Eric Simon from our... <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. I was it. was. Casey, Thanks, call, call my phone, or, or Kathy, any one of you guys, because I have a, I have a fun ringtone uh, that is show-related All right, uh, that I think you guys will like. And, but sometimes, so, some of my calls... So that's my... That's my that's good. Yep. And my... And my uh, that's... That's your text? That's my text. Hit, uh, send another one, Casey, if you could. Uh, uh, okay. He's still Same. waiting for his text. Same uh, well, it came through, but it just didn't. Um... <laughs> That's my text. Send me, send me another text. All right. I'll try By the way, we do yeah. have uh, ringtones and things that are available on com. right? Here we go. We do. As a matter of fact, somebody was asking about your Yoohoo and your... Oh. <laughs> 
And that is, I those, we had, those are both available. Yeah, for, they're both available. Yeah. Uh, I just sent you another one, Case. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, so, man. Man. Somebody else, Kathy, text him. See if text he'll, Casey? Yeah, just say hi or Dance whatever you want to. Or <laughs> send him a D-pick or something like that. By the way, uh, okay, that's the alarm in the back. Okay, they're doing a fire yeah, drill. Fire drill. Did you see something or hear I'm something? I'm seeing or, flashing yeah. the light, and it is the light out in there. See it flashing? Yeah, it's our, uh, yeah. our alarm. I have I held on. I have my uh, earplugs ready to go. This ah, morning. very nice. We received an email. Nothing, Casey. You're not getting anything. Maybe I turned, like, my alerts off. I don't know. Okay. I have I, no idea what I did. Well, anyhow. Anyway, um, it's awesome. Yep. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> it was really something. Do you just want to tell us what it is? Uh, it's my voice Why don't going, you just tell us what it is? You got a text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yourself it's doing myself that? It's doing it. It's pretty okay. great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well. Okay. I'm uh, really missed out. We, you guys, I'm so sorry you missed out on that. Yeah. Oh, Kathy. What? She texted, "Hi, loser." <laughs> <laughs> of course she did. I wanted to boost your self esteem this yeah. morning. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I have a public service announcement to make. About the fire drill? Nope. Uh, Hyundai has expanded a recall of its Elantra and Accent sedans because uh, the seat belts could explode. Oh, great. Yes. All right. So that's a bad thing. Seat belts? Yeah. I, I, I had to uh, bring my car in because the glove compartment could jump out and strangle me <laughs> while I was driving. Well, that's not good. Yeah, it is well, not. That is a horrible seat, feature. Exploding seat belts? <laughs> seat belt pretensioners can explode in the event of an accident. Okay, so I have a question about seatbelts and why they don't have this feature. Do you want uh, me to explain to you what a yeah, uh, seatbelt pre, uh, uh, pretensioner is first, yeah. and then we'll go into your question about yeah. uh, that? Okay. Uh, like airbags, pretensioners... Uh, the mechanism that deploys the lock, the seatbelt retract that locks the seatbelt retractors in place when a collision is detected. Yes, right. Apparently, in order, so like when you when you all of a sudden slam on the brakes, yeah. and that belt tightens up like that, right. it's because of a small explosive device. I didn't know that. Rather than producing gases that fill. An airbag, however, the explosion drives a piston that rotates the spool holding the seatbelt, forcing it to retract rapidly and tighten around the occupant, occupant, securing them in place prior to the airbags being deployed. So when my uh, proximity detector it kicks in on the front of you know, the, the car, yeah. if, there, if I'm rolling it, it it'll, it'll pull the belt a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if it's full pretensioner, right. which sounds like a great law show, doesn't it? it? Does. Yes, the With Patrick Duffy. Uh, in the case of these models, the pretensioners... The pretensioners. Su- Tonight on ABC, the pretensioners. Uh, supplied for the seatbelt retractor mechanisms. May not perform the way Hyundai's safety engineers intended. By slicing you in half? And an uncontrolled explosion oh. may release shrapnel into the cabin. Oh wow, man, that is not good. Mm-hmm. That's that's like the opposite of safety. Hyundai says it is now aware of three such incidents happening in the hands of customer vehicles. Two of these occurred in the United States, a third in Singapore. Unlike the high-profile Takata airbag recall, you remember that? I remember that. It was like shooting a bolt through yeah, there or something right. like that. Uh, the issue with Hyundai's pretensioners appears to stem from the design of the hardware itself, as the failures appear to be associated with microfractures in the delivery pipe that secures the gas generator where the tiny explosion is initiated to the pretensioner mechanism itself. Okay, so when you use your cup holders, does your windshield blow out? Uh, no. Okay. But uh, then I'm going to have to have that looked into. My car automatically goes into reverse. 
<laughs> That's bad. Yes. Yeah. When you right. when you're using your um uh, uh doorbell slash brake light, <laughs> yeah. do your pretensioners all explode at the same time? No, but okay. a, a model that Kathy drove did. <laughs> um, what was your question about seatbelts? All right. So when and I don't know why they don't have this feature on cars, or if they do, I didn't know about it. So, you know when, like, a passenger wants to kind of, like, recline and, like, right. you know, lay down or right. sleep or whatever, and you could do that while you're driving, um, it makes their ride very unsafe, right? Because if you were yes. to get into a crash, they would be sliding forward sliding a little forward. more so than, yeah, to some extent, yes. Yeah, so why not have <clears throat> a feature that would then harness them, you know, Close, you know what I mean? Like when, uh, because like when you have your seatbelt, did you know that your your little seatbelt on uh, where it um, uh, attaches to the the side of the car, the frame right? of the car, yeah. the frame of the car, <clears throat> it, it, it can go up and down for yes. like taller and smaller drivers, correct? You know why not have the ability to go all the way down so when you are reclining, they, they used to have something like that where, and I remember in a car that I had where the belt would go and, and like go all the way down the frame. Mm-hmm. And, and pull. The well, that's pop- when it, yeah, it would open up. It would go right. towards the front, but it could roll all the way up, back up high in the back of your right, window. Right, right. Um, and I think that was fraught with issues. And those were because it was not that long after the seatbelt laws, and they wanted to make an automatic seatbelt that would right. just, you, you would have no choice. You're wearing your seatbelt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, yeah, I don't think they make those anymore. I think seatbelt. for extra safety, though, what you can do is they recommend you bring uh, plates from, like, a weight set. Okay. And then when you lay back that way, just put one on your chest. Put one on your chest. Yeah. Okay, right. and that'll hold you that'll in place. <laughs> Hang on. I want to go to Steve. He's a firefighter, and oh. he's uh, had this uh, uh, pretension thing uh, be an issue before. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Sorry buddy? i at work. It's okay. Ah. I want to hear about it. What's up? Um, so there's been numerous times, um, I won't give my company name or anything like that. I'm not trying to deal with the agent, but, um, there's been numerous times on vehicle fires where, when the, I will call it the cab or the, you know, where everybody's sitting mm-hmm. is on fire and these pistons will literally come out like a missile. Wow. Really? They, from, from the seatbelt? From the seatbelt. Yeah. And you, I have videos where you can, you know, people, people that are standing behind us and you, you hear these with this loud pop and then you clink, 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 and it's wow. exactly, it's just something that flies across. So, wow. wow. So, um, um, but I mean, it, the, the general idea behind the mechanism makes sense that it, that it tightens up. It, it, are they, yeah. are you aware of anything that's an alternative to this that's in use? No, not right now. All I know is what they teach us in fire school for the certifications. Like, we have to cut in certain spots to make sure we're not cutting that piston. If we cut that piston, we're in trouble, and so is the, the victim. Right. Just a, another um, one of those little details that only firefighters would know, you know? Right. <laughs> you got to cut between here and here, not here. You cut here, it's going to pop. Wow. Did you know but, that your your headrest, that which your head leans thanks, back Steve. on, is that, that cushion is filled with tannerite? <laughs> no. No, yeah. but you yeah. can actually... You could take that headrest out, like suppose you're trapped in your car uh, and yes. you're being submerged underwater. You could take that glass. headrest out and then and make it a the, submarine and make it a submarine. <laughs> no, well, no, you no, you break the glass with it. Uh, yeah, so the two posts yes. that are at the base of that <laughs> right. uh, uh, that headrest, uh, if it comes all the way out, you turn around and you can use it to to smash that tempered glass. But huh. won't your windows already be down, right? Like well, yours, right, right? Of course you would, and because you're, you're prepared bridge. for everything. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but I do have one of those little hammers. In, it's in my glove compartment. I had a hammer. I'd hammer up a windshield. I'd set off my tannerite and blow a hole in the roof. It's the hammer of freedom. Uh, no, it's it's for it's for breaking the tempered glass, and it also has a seatbelt cutting. Um, do you sometimes go? Do you have that that passageway in the back seat th- that that will allow like if you're putting skis through? Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, that that goes into the, the trunk. Right. Yes. You can I do that into if, that. Close that, mm-hmm. and then you can live in your trunk until they rescue you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's like uh, it's like a, it's a, a safe room. It's a safe, it's a safe room. Yeah. yeah. It's a safe trunk. <laughs> I'll see you later. Where are you going? The trunk. I do love that feature, though, that, that most cars have now that, that you can do that. Because if I, you know, if a friend of mine and I are going to go play golf, yeah. my car, my trunk won't fit to yeah. uh, sets of golf clubs. But if you put those seats down, boom, you slip them in. I'll, it's real easy. I'll tell you what I love. So I have a sports back. So the, the both seats will flip forward and I can fit. So it's a sedan, but it be, it'll hold a lot of stuff. You you really become used to having that amount of of transport space. Is it a vehicle. sedan or is it a coupe? So so uh, well, it's got two it's two doors. Uh, uh, it's got four doors. Four doors. It's four doors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so um, uh, but it's uh, but that goes down, and, and you you get used to that that extra space. Now on the electric, um, you have the front the front compartment, but it doesn't look like. A lot of the the car manufacturers that I've seen really maximize that space. Like in, in days, do? like a frunk, is that like, like a frunk? Like, yeah. like like some of the, the like the the electric vehicles, mm-hmm. like the the Porsches and stuff, and and ones that do have that that front trunk or the Volkswagen. I remember it being pretty spacious. Right, right. I, I don't know why in these electric vehicles that you're seeing now. Um, even the, the test has a, a bigger compartment, but why not use that whole space? Mm. So, uh, like the back seat, and I don't know if your kids. <sighs> Are aware of this because my, my kids are not. But like, uh, so suppose you're eating in the back seat of the car um, and driving. And no, 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 no. They're, I'm driving okay. and they're in the back seat of the car. So my kids aren't aware of this. When you get home, you're allowed to take all your trash and throw it away oh. inside the house. That's a feature. You, yeah, you don't have yeah. to leave yes. it in the back seat of the car. <laughs> oh, Chase isn't allowed out of the car until it's clean. Can't you set off one of those um, um, retractor things? Yeah. yeah. And have it blow the garbage out the window? Yeah, or shoot the kids in the back seat. Uh, Wait, that, he makes fun of me. He's like, I don't take everything out. Don't leave anything in the car. Like, oh, you'll know one day. Yeah. Wait until you open up the car one day and there's a possible sitting in the back <laughs> eating french fries <laughs> just hanging out yeah, yeah. hey buddy how you doing <laughs> doing all right doing all right uh so yes if you have a uh an elantra or an accent sedan uh from hyundai hmm. it depends on the model because they are from owners of the 2019 to 22 accents and 21 to 23 elantra so those are new models yeah um you got to get that uh, there's a recall on that exploding so, seat belt. <laughs> what if your car also you have, you have one of those models and you have ones that have been converted to use GIF as fuel? <laughs> you have <laughs> two, recalls. two recalls. Oh, no. Yeah. You're screwed. All right. Uh let's take a break and come back cuz we got some bizarre file stories that we will share with you when we return. Stay with us. Memorial Day weekend. Celebrate the officially unofficial start of summer with an area tradition. A block party. No, not on your street. On our airwaves. 
Once we're done opening the Jersey Shore, we'll be serving up rock blocks of your favorite bands every hour, all weekend. And no matter where you go, take us with you. Listen on your smart speaker or the MMRF. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your summer. By the way, real quick, shout out. This one is for today. It says, hey, Preston and Steve, we love you. This is from uh, Jen, Jennifer Wallace Collins, I think it says here. Uh, anyhow, uh, she GWC. says, she says, my 20s, Brooke and Ronan, are 12 on May 12th. And we are taking them to the MM barbecue first one, so they must have taken them to the uh-huh. MM barbecue. Could you wish them a happy birthday and a shout out? Thank you. And also a bonus of Steve's YooHoo. And ha would be awesome. So, and she also says, also, no sad bro is my favorite. Oh, she loves that. So, it's a shout out for right. Brooke and Ronan. <laughs> and there it is. I did it all right. And there it is. Thank <laughs> you. You should have heard when we uh, we did it at the barbecue. Oh my oh, god, well, you who crowd responded right back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's a new one. Love it. Yep. All right. Let's do the uh, B five. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, it's brought to you by Coors Light. The Preston and Steve show is heading back to Keenan's North Wildwood this Friday, Friday. day after tomorrow. And that's to officially open the Jersey Shore. Uh, be there starting at 6 a.m. Brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. A uh, man has been charged following the alleged theft of a $500,000 McLaren sports car. Half a million dollars. This is in Australia. Yeah. The vehicle left the casino at 3 a.m. after it was allegedly checked out of Crown Melbourne Valet by a man. Uh, Johnny Nullis said, I gave them the valet ticket and they said no. You took it at 3 a.m. Uh, they said, you're not the owner of the car. Police tracked the vehicle. They arrested a 43-year-old man for stealing it. The car belongs to Sydney-based Honeymoon Car Hire, and they have called in the lawyers. Uh, Honeymoon Car Hire, uh, Georgia Hunter, uh, said uh, there's damage to the interior of the engine, and we have pictures of that as well. Police said the 43-year-old man has been charged with theft of a motor vehicle and has been bailed to face the court. In October, well, how, so. uh, well, I guess uh, getting comfortable with handing a half a million dollar dollar yeah. car off over to a valet. Yep, uh, I don't know if I could ever do that. Yep, uh, and I think he, I guess he was renting it because right. he said for hire. So, a twenty five year old man. This is a terrible story. Uh, who died in a fall off of a cliff in Palos Verdes has been identified as Gerardo Hutzil. Uh, the coroner's officials identified him hours after he died, and three others were hospitalized in the 300-foot fall. Was this a, a, a photograph thing gone no, wrong? No, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, so I'll explain. Uh, okay. two, two others were hospital, hospitalized in critical condition, and a fourth victim, uh, Vincent Avila, uh, received moderate injuries but was able to seek help. All three were expected to survive. According to Vincent, he and three friends Went to the cliff Sunday night to go hiking and hang out. One of the friends had to go to the bathroom outside in the dark. She slipped and fell down the cliff onto the rocky beach below. Vincent said uh, as the three friends were trying to find her off of the edge of the cliff, they slipped and fell too. So it was night and they couldn't see the edge of the cliff. Irma Avila said Vincent told her that he thought that uh, uh, Hutzil 
was knocked out during the fall and didn't realize a man had died when he hit the bottom. So when we visited the the Juno ice fields you know, years ago, uh, there were they, people going and camp up on these glaciers, and a woman got up during the night, Preston, to go sort of take a leak and fell into one of those crevasses. Oh, really? That, that was it. Couldn't, really? Never found her. Wow. Uh, Vincent, who lost his shoes and his phone during the fall, managed to climb back up from the beach below to find help. Uh, rescue crews were called to the scene shortly after 5 a.m. Two women were airlifted from the beach and hospitalized in critical condition. Resident, residents in the area say the cliffs, which have no guardrails where the incident took place, are dangerous, especially at night due to loose soil, slippery rocks, and tree roots. Uh, a woman lost her watch on a ride at Epcot last month. That innocent mistake cost more than $40,000. Here's what happened. The woman was fidgeting with her Apple Watch while she rode the slow-moving The Seas with Nemo and Friends attraction. Uh, the ride was in an elevated position, the woman said, at the worst possible time when the watch popped off her wrist. Uh, the Apple Hermes watch, which oh. was worth about $1,300, fell through the graded floor on the ride. It tumbled down and landed on a pathway below. The woman could see... Her watch, but it was just out of reach while she was stuck on the ride. Her husband jumped off of the moving ride to try and retrieve it, which is a big no-no at Disney World. Operators stopped the ride momentarily, and a cast member came over and reminded the woman that her and her husband uh, that they weren't allowed to get off the ride while it was in motion. Cast member assured them that she could see the watch, too, and Disney would return it to them at their hotel. The woman had good reason to be worried. She had several credit cards linked to the watch, including an American Express card with an unlimited credit line. The woman who was staying at Disney Contemporary Resorts filed an incident with the uh, report with the Disney Guest Relations. See if anyone had retrieved the fallen watch. She went back later and no one had turned it in. The staff advised her that they did not have the watch. And then came the fraud alerts. The woman advised that uh, uh, advised that she had several fraud alerts throughout the course of the day on her Amex card, and there was approximately forty thousand dollars of fraudulent charges oh on her card. I wouldn't have left until somebody went and got it. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah, exactly. If you know that that is a conduit to making purchases, no. What I don't no. know is if she was able to resolve it or not. I didn't see that in the article. So uh-huh. yeah, we'll see. You pretty messed up. I was on that ride. I wonder if I was on the same day as her. Uh, it was... I mean, uh, you know, no, no, it was there. a couple of weeks after that, but oh my god! I mean, the odds are pretty good you were there at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said last month, and I was there last month. I was on that ride last month, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking know. at the date, though. I did, they no, they don't line up. A front desk worker at the lodge at Steamboat <laughs> Condo Complex in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, says... That the back door had been left open to let in the warm breeze recently when the smell of some cookies left on the lobby's coffee tables apparently caught the attention of a bear. <laughs> the worker, Kaylee Durea, called the maintenance mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Don't mind if I do. And then, and then <laughs> filmed... Uh, got video of the bear. The footage shows her yelling at the bear to leave. Just one. Just uh, one. Get out of here. Just one. Leave. Come on. No. Don't mind if I do. Uh, driving the animal towards the closed front door before it reversed the, its direction and strolled past the front desk worker. Aww. Back to the open back door. You can't help but say odd to something that you know could easily kill you, but they are, they're, they're adorable looking. Uh, Drea says that the bear did not act aggressively and did not leave behind much of a mess, aside from for the Shriners Convention. some uh, cookie crumbs. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, an Idaho man broke a Guinness World Record. He ran a half marathon while wearing 111 T-shirts. Jeez. 
David Rush, who's broke more than 200 Guinness World Records to promote STEM education, said that it took about 25 minutes for a support team to dress him in the uh, 111 shirts before Saturday. Is that a record in and of itself? Not. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Saturday's YMCA famous Idaho Potato Marathon. Uh, Rush completed the half marathon with a time of 2 hours and 47 minutes and 55 seconds, coming under the three-hour time limit set by Guinness World Records. Uh, Rush's run broke the Guinness World Record for most T-shirts worn during a half marathon. The previous record of 82 shirts was set by British runner David Smith in November of 2021. Uh, The Idaho man said the cool temperatures helped him during his attempt, but he said he had struggled with issues from the more than 40 pounds of added weight from the shirts. So, yeah, it was 40 pounds. He said, my arms lost circulation (gasps) after a couple of hours. My hands swelled to what felt like twice the size. He my, couldn't move them. He said, my normally loose wedding ring was a constricted ring, and I couldn't even touch my thumbs across my hand. So that's how bad it got. That's how constricted his upper body was while wearing 111 T-shirts. Huh. But he managed to run, that's, run that's uh, pretty amazing. Like 13 and stupid. miles. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. We're going to test you. Test you, my friends. See if you've been paying attention. Lesson questions up next. Stay there. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A lot of live broadcasts with uh, all of the cast members here at WNMR, and you are invited to each and every one of those events. And it's all available. Our opening of the Jersey Shore, all the information available at WMMR.com. So please take a look. Please come on, see. How good is it to have it back? It's great. To be back to the full deal, full Keenan's. Full Pierre appearance. Jackson and Sarah. Is Sarah right? Is she back up and running now, or is she? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I, she's back yet. Yeah, I, I wouldn't count on Sarah. Well, maybe just Jackson yeah. and his new co-host. No, no. Okay. Uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, so, yes, it's all good news. And by the way, we just played some Dave Matthews. Van Nick uh, pulled this information up. There's an event coming up September 30th in Ocean City, Maryland, that Dave and Tim Reynolds will be playing. It's a new festival, I I think, um, called Ocean's Calling, and it's Mm kind of like a lot of 90s-era bands, but... um, Ocean's Calling! (laughs) I'm going to try to go to it. Uh, I'm going to meet up with a whole bunch of college friends and do an Airbnb or something for the weekend, but yeah, Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds, Lumineers, Alanis Morissette, should be fun. It's a three-day show, and that same day Dave Matthews is playing a band that I would like to go see, Toad the Wet Sprocket. I've seen them. I have, too. Yeah. I'd like to see him again. They're a, they're a good show, I yeah. have to say. Uh, they're great harmonies. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa's telling me that uh, Robert Irvine's doing, like, a food thing there. Yeah. Correct. Mm. Yep. He's one of the uh, acclaimed chefs, because Andrew Zimmerman is one of them. I know him. Uh, and Amanda Freetag. I'm not familiar. But uh, Robert Irvine, yeah. Uh, so, I, I guess tickets are on sale. I don't know. Today. 
Take a squad sale today. today Hot damn. Yeah. How about that? Hot damn today. Mm-hmm. Hot damn noon today. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's when they uh, are available. All right. Uh, lesson question time. And we're giving away four pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute. Question I'm going to go with. We've done some early uh, questions from earlier in the day this week. Let's do one from not that long ago. Who's the star of the Pretensioners? <laughs> This is like a legal show. 215-263-WMMR. And if you heard that just a little while ago, you should call us now. Who's the star of the pretensioners? 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Garden State Home Loans. Now is still a great time to cash out and refinance your mortgage. Interest rates are still relatively low. Visit GardenStateLoans.com for, quote, NMLS 473163, equal housing lender, New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Austin St. John, the actor who played the Red Power Ranger in the 90s TV series, has been arrested for running a COVID PPP scam. Upon arrest, St. John reportedly stiffened up yelling, it's morphin' time, to which the FBI agent responded, no, it's felony time. Oh, my God. Despite rumors to the contrary, Kourtney Kardashian is denying that her new lifestyle product line is a rip-off, ripoff of Gwyneth Paltrow's goop. Courtney says the difference will be obvious to anyone who checks out her line called GURP. <laughs> 63-year-old Sex in the City author Candace Bushnell is reportedly dating a mystery 21-year-old male model. Friends are apparently very worried after two trips to the hospital for exhaustion, but the guy insists he can take it. <laughs> and that's the Hollywood track. All right, thank you, Steve. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, and it is, who is the star of the pretensioners? 215-263-WMMR, and I will go to Mark, see if we can get an answer. Hey, Mark, good morning. <laughs> Good morning, it. Good morning, it, buddy. All right, so which uh, or who is the star of the pretensioners, please? All right, well, before I say it, my pretensioners all just went out. We have a big, huge uh, fireworks display going. It's Patrick Duffy. Patrick yeah! Duffy is correct. You got it. Yay! Hang on the line, sir. We are going to set you up. We just got you. Uh, let's see, what did we get you? We got you a four-pack of the Harry Potter, the exhibition. Nice. Tickets to the Franklin Institute. The groundbreaking exhibition celebrates the iconic moments, characters, settings, and beasts as seen in the films and stories of Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Uh, using best-in-class immersive design and technology, Tickets are on sale now at fi.edu. We're having a little bit of a technical issue, so uh, we have to hold on before we no, get into it. Oh, I can hit the button and it'll yep. work? Yep. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Yeah. All right, music news brought to you today by Coors Light. The Preston and Steve show is headed back to Keenan's North Wildwood this Friday, May 27th, to officially open the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. Brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. All right, we'll start with this. You may have seen this news, but Aerosmith announced yesterday that uh, Steven Tyler has entered rehab after relapsing following a foot surgery. Uh, Tyler has been open about his struggles with substance abuse for over a decade per a recovery spotlight from the American Addiction Centers. He first became sober in the 1980s before relapsing in the early 2000s. He's most recently sought treatment in 2009 Statement from the band reads, as many of you know, our beloved brother Stephen has worked in sobriety for many years after foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process. He has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health 
and recovery. That's got to be like walking a tightrope. If you know you're inclined to addiction and yet, so you have this pain, you know, and you, I, I know a lot of people who will just come, they'll just, you know, just take it, just do just to avoid getting any medication. They'll just suffer the pain rather than... Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's definitely a slippery slope, and it's tough, and just because you are a recovering addict doesn't mean that you have to suffer. Right. But it does mean that you really do need to take as many precautions as possible when, uh, you know, going through something. Sure. Entering into that. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you have your uh, support system in place, I guess. Right. Uh, as a result, the band is canceling the first uh, set of their Las Vegas residency that was set to occur this June and July. Uh, in April, Tyler told E.T. that he was especially excited for the new upcoming residency. He said... I, I am excited for the tour. He said, it's right up there and we don't have a crew shutting down and setting back up. Uh, he compared to it to... We could fix your foot with nanobots. <laughs> oh. And no pain management? No pain management. Okay. Uh, he said he was comparing it to... I'll a- always be right here. In your arch. <laughs> Turn on your arch light. Uh, compared to a traditional tour, he said it's good, it's fun. Uh, it he even hinted that they may have some new songs to be- debut for fans. Dude looks like an alien. <laughs> voila, voila, dude looks like an alien. Big, long, creepy fingers. <laughs> loving a transfer, loving a transporter. Oh, my God. And I won Jeopardy, too. I love loving it. Dude looks like a quiz host. (laughs) I like love in a transporter. Breaking me down so I can get down there. Because they make me down to my molecules. Oh, okay, yeah. And then they reassemble me That's in the beam. Yeah, Didn't right. work out well in the first movie. You remember they had an issue. Yeah, somebody died. Got all melted up and effed up. In the yeah. transporter. Gotta watch out. Yeah, yeah. Always make sure you pay for your service warranty. Hmm. There's some who claim that the transporter actually kind of clones you. Yeah. That it's is been not, I've heard that. It's not actually you when you end up... Uh, yeah, one time I came through with my penis on my face. What? <laughs> or somebody's penis on my face. <laughs> 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 not necessarily for yours. Is this what, yours? What does your species penis like look like anyway? It, uh, you have any it idea? looks like a, a pet egg. A pet egg? Yeah, that you use to write dead skin from your uh, feet. Uh. That sounds painful for yeah, the females. No, no, it's actually pretty Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, not really, but... No, yeah. you get a little stinky on your uh, pet egg, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, so we're looking at a picture, Preston, the grated part. Yeah, that... Oh, I, it looks yeah. like a cheese grater. Yeah, that's what you're... That's yeah, what you're... Uh, that's the part that's the penis. Oh How is that pleasurable for her? Well, you have to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> but she sure digs it. You know what I'm saying? Bitch be coming back for more, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's because her vagina looks like a foot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? I'm talking about how alien women oh. have vaginas that look like feet. Yeah. And that oh. we have penises that look like cheese graters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> I hope, I hope. <laughs> Somebody tuned in at just that moment when you said <laughs> yeah. that. It has zero context as to what. Just is going driving on. through the areas, never heard the show. Yeah, and yeah. just heard we're talking about female aliens that have a vagina that looks like feet. 
and the males have a penis that looks like a cheese grater. Because <laughs> I can't think of anything no, more random than that. It's beautiful. All right. Anyway, uh, so, yes, uh, for now, uh, audiences, uh, we were talking about uh, yes, Smith and Steve Tyler. Music. Oh. Uh, for now, though, audiences are going to have to wait until they resume performances in September. The band is working on refunding tickets, by the way. So, Do you remember there was a time when, uh, well, I thought it was just recently, where they, there was actual talk of them once and for all breaking up. Yeah. And that's now off. It's carried on for a while. Especially since they got that offer to do the residency. Because Mm -hmm. as far as a a, a touring rock band goes, that's about as low maintenance as you can get. Right. So I could see them wanting to do that for sure. (laughs) Uh, Fozzie, they're not doing a residency. They're hitting the road. Again, a fall leg tour is coming up. It's the Save the World Tour. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. They will be performing October 9th at the Brooklyn Bowl. Oh. On uh, in Philadelphia, uh, J- Chris Jericho said 2022 has already been the biggest and best year in Fozzie's career, from Judas going gold with the 500,000 units sold to "I Still Burn" being the fastest charting song in Fozzie Fozzie Tory, <laughs> uh, to the Save the World Tour being our most successful Janisphere. run ever. Oh. We decided to extend the celebration. And do another huge run. We'll through. travel down to the planet in the Fossatory. <laughs> <laughs> what do the penises look like on your... Uh, on your... Uh, it looks like someone stuck a hand grenade right. in a liverwurst. Oh, <laughs> 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 so Chris Jericho says... Jericho said, come and celebrate Boombox. Uh, the power of rock and roll and the magic of Fozzie live with us again this fall. And bring your party hats, he says. You're going to need them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Stone Temple pilots have pulled out. Hand <laughs> <laughs> grenade and liverwurst. Stone Temple pilots have pulled out of the last five shows in their U.S. tour with Hailstorm and Blackstone Cherry after a member of their touring party tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, uh, the band announced on social media yesterday during the routine COVID-19 testing, we have discovered that a member of touring party has tested positive. Out of an abundance of caution, we must re- regretfully cancel the remaining shows on our tour with Hailstorm. So that sucks. Uh, let's say one more thing. I think we have some audio of this. Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and the E Street Band have announced the initial dates for their 2023 world tour. Uh, the boss will kick off the year in North America next February with a string of arena dates still yet to be announced. Uh, followed by three months in Europe playing stadiums across the continent and hitting Spain, Ireland, France, Netherlands, Switzerland, Germany, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Austria, and Germany. Uh, the opening night of the European leg is set for April 28th in Barcelona, Spain. So the last time I turned was 2017, right? Uh, it was uh, with the E Street Band, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's what you heard. That's what I heard. All right, there's a clip Do of we have the clips. We have a clip of you. No. Oh. All right. They were. Uh, Send them over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bruce, you sent over your yeah, own clip. Yeah, show prep for you guys in the morning. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Thank you. He said, after six years, Got I'm. It. Lo- okay. Here we go. Going to rehearse in January, start in the States arenas in the beginning of February there. Then in May, head over to Europe, come back to the States, play a few summer shows outside. We're eventually going to get to Australia and New Zealand and back around again. So it's an old school East Street Band lengthy tour that we're going to be involved in. And everybody's very excited. All right. There's another clip of him. 
I think about, I already, I already wrote out a set list. So uh, <laughs> just to have something to do and an idea of like, oh, we could start from here and see where it's going to go. You know, you don't know till you get out there and test them in front of the audience. People can expect a full tilt rock and roll show. You guys ever seen Bruce? I have yeah. not. Man. No. I know time. you said it's amazing. I just saw him the one time and I was just... I was blown away at how that that man uh, commands a crowd. It was just something. There are people that have it and and do it in completely different ways. Yeah, oh no, Bruce, Bruce's way versus Mick Jagger. Jagger completely different. Jabber. <laughs> between Mick Jagger, completely different. Yet they they hold everybody captive. They and they uh, you just love it. You just eat it up. Well, I never. Uh, so I didn't see him, but there was uh, there was. Right after Darkness on the Edge of Town came out, um, the what is basically, I guess, considered the sister station at the time for WMMR in New York, WNEW, played a concert live. And I remember it went on for hours and hours, and it was just amazing. So I, I didn't see it, but I heard it live, and it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be hitting just European tour dates as of now is what they've announced. But there's they should hopefully soon be announcing the American dates, so North American dates. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. Real quick, a phone call. Yeah. Um, yeah. Former intern Boring Tom yeah. oh. uh, is on the line, and uh, he's calling in. Hey, Tom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You don't sound so boring these days, Tom. I, I don't think I ever was boring. By the way, Preston, I wanted to say you uh, you really bipped it on that dead guy in the envelope. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, dead guy in the envelope. No, I've listen. been waiting for someone to say that for like six years, but I figured I had to call in and say it. Tom, since you're calling in and we see in the uh, subject line uh, maybe why you were calling in, we are watching the video of you <laughs> when we had you at Keenan's. In a dunk tank full of poop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, every single year you guys talk about this, and you always say that intern we had. So I figured, in order to get my five seconds of fame, I should remind you that it was your boring intern. I remember yeah. it was you, boring Tom, I, and I was one who gave you the name, boring Tom, and it was just because uh, you did. He was yeah. quiet. He was quiet. <laughs> You're quiet, and you had a, like a normal, nice haircut. <laughs> you dressed. It was normal. your haircut. It was like, it was like my. It was like my second day, and you tried like six different nicknames. You're like, I'm going to think of something. I'm going to think of something. You're like, all right, you're boring. You're boring. <laughs> but you got in that dunk tank, which yeah. is legendary, especially because um, they effing hated it there. Remember that yeah. the, the cleanup and well, everything? The worst, the worst part was you made me put the cow manure in it myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> like making somebody dig their own grave. Yep. Oh, yeah. we're watching so it. So like, hey, we have this terrible thing you're going to do, and it's going to be gross. Also, you set it up for the terrible stuff. Jesus, man. I will tell you, though, you, you, um, you have a nice physique there, Tom. Hey, he's in good shape. Yeah. That's still the same 10 years later. I'm oh, like, good. Oh, See, no. that manure yeah. probably worked in yeah. very well. It's A lot of people don't realize <laughs> yeah. how rejuvenating Absolutely. It's, it's no different well, than yeah. what Gwyneth Paltrow does with yeah. goop. It was basically like going to the spa. I can't yeah. smell, <laughs> and I can't hear out of my left ear anymore. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, Tom, you should, you should come back to the old haunt sometime if you get a chance. Yeah, I, I will at some point. I'm... Uh, I'm busy with real life and work and family, so if you can believe it, the kid who was in a dunk tank full of manure actually 
has a real life. Wow. Yes. Well, real quick though, what what do you do, and uh, how old are your your kids and everything? I'm in I'm in sales. Uh, that's about as far as I want to put it because I don't know that I really want people knowing this was me. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I have two uh, two kids. I have a five year old and a three year old. Oh wow. my goodness! Will that's you, so cool. Will you ever show them the video of you being in this uh, dunk tank? Uh, my wife probably will. <laughs> yeah, and so she should. I mean, Tom, if it makes you feel any better, yeah. there's a video of me being hosed off by my 80 year old neighbor while uh, wearing a uh, thong. So <laughs> covered in ice cream. Yeah, but yeah. at least. At least you were inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're stone cold sober. Yeah. All right, Tom, good to hear from you, man. Thanks for the memories, bud. Hey, take care, guys. We'll see you later. Show. Wow, they yeah. grow up so fast. Keenan's. He's got kids. Yeah. <clears throat> the guy see, we uh, put in a poop tank at Keenan's has a family. Dan Craig, uh, our former intern, posted the other day about him getting spanked. I heard. And I think that was like nine or ten years ago. <laughs> He's a ago. lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Is he actually a lawyer or is He's he in law school? He's actually a lawyer. No, okay. no, no. He's a lawyer. I thought he was a writer. I thought he was a dancer. No, he was a dancer, guys. Yeah, okay. He was a writer. He was a dancer. Oh, my God. He was a writer, and then he went to law school. He worked for Philly Voice. I think he yeah. I think he still writes for them. Yeah, he was a columnist. Um, and a good wow. one. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah, that was, oh, my God. That was one of my favorite broadcasts at Keenan's because we got up. <laughs> we're, missing, we're missing two of our support staff. <clears throat> Turns wow. out they had... Uh, yeah. They had hooked up the night before. But he and was also in. dating yeah. another intern. And he was dating time. another intern. And I think she had a boyfriend. He, well, so the other intern, or no, uh, the, the one he messed around with. Yeah. So the other intern was back here working the board. Aww. And I was on the air. That's right. Standing in front of him. And I'm going, well, here's what happened last night. And he's looking at me and no. he's miming. No. Don't, no. don't, don't, please, please don't say anything. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, He's dating the girl He's back like, with running Marissa. our board at the radio station. I'm like, oh, my God. But and you, I had to stop mid-sentence. Oh, did you stop? I think so. Yeah, well, yeah, just, by that time, man. everyone sort of figured out what yeah, was going on. Knew. I, I yeah, think yeah. I bailed on that part of it. Yeah. But but for, for falling asleep and not making it to the broadcast on time, we punished him on air. And I spanked his bare ass with a paddle. <laughs> like hard. Hard. Yeah. And like the next, after after the weekend, he showed me a picture the skin was peeling <laughs> off his ass from where I had hit him with that paddle. I felt so bad. It's the kind of stuff that happens down there. For doing that. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Good thing he's a lawyer now. <laughs> right? I think the statute of limitations yeah, I hope so. has, has run out on my assault charge by now. Yeah. But, wow. And uh, when you're at Keenan's, it's like being in international waters. A lot of the laws don't exist. You're probably yeah. right. Yeah. You, know, so, you can flap uh, you know, <laughs> random ladies' boobs, right, Kath? <laughs> That was a really long time ago. <laughs> so, uh, hey, maybe you'll have some stories this weekend after you join us at Keenan's in North Wildwood. Just to see you out there is going to be awesome. Yep, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Get ready to wrap up the show. Make sure you stay with us. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
President Steve's show coming to a close on a Wednesday. We forgot to do something. What? Secret text word. Kathy, oh. I need a little caller number, not a big call. Oh, caller call two. Oh, wow. Little bitty number. All right. 215 WMMR. Uh, caller number two, you need to know the secret text word in order to win the prize. 215-263-WMMR is our number, so get calling now. All right? Get cracking. Not going to say it again. Get cracking. Uh, I would like to thank Ryan Long, the current Jeopardy champion. What a nice guy. Yep, for joining us this morning, and he was going on and on about what an honor it is to be on our program. That always amazes us. He's been listening for a long, long time. He's a lot of fun. He seems too smart to listen to us. Yep, and uh, he's hopefully going to continue this winning streak for quite some time at eight eight uh, shows in a row, and uh, he's going to be in the Tournament of Champions, and he's so far won over 160 thousand dollars how cool it's excellent so yeah congratulations ryan thanks for joining us too uh and thank you to duncan today is duncan iced coffee day one dollar from every iced coffee sold to participating duncan locations are going to be donated to the duncan joy in childhood foundation today so make sure that you uh stop by and get a nice coffee today because they're doing a good thing uh we were looking for caller number two and that's tim hi tim good morning sir Hi, Grandma. Hi, Hi Grandma. Uh, Tim, need to know what the secret text word is. Do you know? Stopwatch. Yep. Yeah. I'd like for you to hang on just a second. We are going to give you, sir, a four-pack of tickets. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah, it's right here, Preston. Hi, Grandma. I I got you. I, I found it up here, too. Uh, so we have a $50 Visa gift card from Disney's Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. And you can witness a comeback 30 years in the making now streaming only on Disney Plus, by the way. So congratulations to you. Uh, that was his name. Michael, oh, no, this is, our, this is the random, random texture that we grabbed to. Michael Potts. So, congratulations. He is from Wilmington, and we will give you that $50 Visa gift card from Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So, congratulations, sir. All right. Uh, I guess we need to do the letter of the day. Case, you're going to do that? I got it. All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Oh, as in O-range. All right. That's not even a word, but <laughs> we'll find out what the word of the week prize is or the word itself on Friday, and we're going to give away a two-night stay to the all-new Mahalo Diamond Beach, Wildwood Crest, and Hello! relax in a brand... That's the alarm clock, yeah. by the way, when you were at Mahalo. Uh, relax Hello! in a brand new natural island-inspired suite with oceanfront views wow. and a refreshing pool, free beach cruisers, boardwalk shuttles, and so much more, all just steps away from the beautiful beaches of Wildwood Crest. And you can check out the all-new Mahalo Diamond Beach and all five of Icona's amazing Jersey Shore Resort destinations at Icona.com. So we'll give that away on Friday. Uh, let's see. I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme from City to Shore. Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Dunkin', official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And by uh, Polar Seltzer. No sugar, calories, or funny business refreshingly natural polar seltzer. Uh, tomorrow on our program, our last one in the studio of the week, uh, our buddy Ari Spears is going to be on the program. Who's a veteran of Keenan's? He has been there before. Yeah. Seen it in the flesh. So we're looking forward to spending some time with Aries. 
and we'll see what else we can get into as well. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. President Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat to the bat to bat 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 bat